listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One thing about music, when it hits, you feel no pain. White folks say control your brain. I know better than that. That's game, and we ready for that. Two soldiers, head of the pack. Matter of fact, who got the gap? And where my army at? Rather attack and not react. Back to beats. It don't reflect. Or how many records get sold or sex games, drugs, and rock and roll. Whether your projects get put on hold in the real world. These just people with ideas. They just like me and you. When the smoke and camera disappear again, the real world is bigger than all these fake ass records. When poor folks get the millions and my woman get disrespected. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Touch Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday. Yes. Let's go uh of course you can find us on itunes stitcher just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews as long as they're nice we'll read them on the air uh if they're not nice we won't Mm-mm. it's that simple yep follow the instructions you can also go to the blackout com. you can do things there like sign up to be a premium member by going to the blackout com slash premium you can do things like vote in the polls the blackout com has all your blackout tips information and all kinds of stuff so make sure y'all check that out the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions makers of fine handcrafted audio plays for seven years now they got a new one from canada uh two canadian singers and actors mia and elisa b uh check it out uh and give them a five-star ratings it's called we be ee bee we be talking and uh Make sure y'all check it out. Leave them a nice rating on, on iTunes. It's that simple, guys. And of course, we're also brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out getbevel.com slash tvgwt and you can get your first month free. That's getbevel.com slash tvgwt. All right. Let's get into all kinds of news. All right. Uh, all kinds of stuff is happening right now um fortunately and unfortunately depending on what you into um so apparently did you hear that they've been abusing them dogs for that movie a dog's purpose we saw the trailer oh, for it when for we went with laura mm, yeah, uh, with Layla. that movie looked real interesting mm-hmm. yeah it's like dogs get reincarnated mm-hmm. and uh uh we was on the way to see uh hidden figures and layla was like uh uncle roger you believe in reincarnation and i was like i don't know that's what started that conversation okay yeah i was like i mean i guess anything could be possible and then she was like uh well uh i want to see that movie it's a movie about reincarnation it's called dog's purpose i read the book and i was like yeah i don't know uh what that's about but then we saw that trailer and it's like a dog apparently dies it keeps coming back in different dogs and like Mm -hmm every time it comes back it um like goes to different owners and then at one point it seems that the same dog in a different body goes to the same owner like he was the owner as a kid and now he's adult and he'll have and he has his dog again uh when i'm assuming i'm gonna guess the first time the kid has to watch the dog die and i bet the second time the the owner has to watch the dog dog has to watch the owner die that's my so, guess yeah, so, yeah it probably and then like that. i bet you it ends with the owner gets reincarnated and owns the dog or something weird like that that's my guess i haven't seen it i haven't read it i'm just saying yeah that's one thing about layla because you know uh she reads a lot and i see like book clubs you know for children and things like that and I was like, well, oh, this be cool. But I was like, shit, probably everything they sent her, she probably already fucking read already. Yeah, she reads all the books. Yeah, 
yes um so yeah there's a video apparently of the training of the dogs uh to get them to do stunts and um apparently it one one of the videos is a dog being lowered against his will into rushing water you know for a stunt followed by animal handlers yelling and rushing to save the animal after it goes under the animals in a dog's purpose were provided and handled by birds and animals unlimited their website went down and has remained down for several hours according to deadline the film's producer gavin polone an animal rights activist has released a statement i'm horrified by this the first thing i asked was is the dog okay he's fine but if i had seen that i would have stopped it in a minute people have been have be, to be held responsible for this it was someone's job to watch, watch out for that kind of thing why didn't they this is something i've written about before whether it's circus animals or animals on set the american humane are supposed to be uh they're supervising what that's their job that someone is paid a lot of money to do why wasn't this stop there needs to be a better system than this that's what i've called for in the past i agree with peter that they not only need to make sure animals are treated properly on set they also need to find out where the animals are kept outside of the set to make sure they are treated properly at all times so who knows yeah and and now i agree with that because people that are very 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 familiar with animals Mm -hmm. they would have been like look this animal is in distress don't do this like like something with a trigger in them particularly if you've trained and you know you've been around that particular breed and you know you've done your research like like this is your life to understand animals and and this the thing where and no animals aren't people but animals can quote unquote show certain forms of what we consider emotions to let you know something's not right and yeah somebody should have been accountable for this yeah and that and that's the thing you put profit motive in there all of a sudden a lot of ethics gonna go out the window because hey what are we gonna do if we can't find a dog that wants to do this stunt you know what i mean essentially the a dog don't know is for a movie no it doesn't you know what i mean like the dog's not like and action you know (laughs) and go yeah like either way to a dog is gonna be like why you trying to drown me why you trying to drown me (laughs) you know so i don't know what the training could have necessarily been maybe a dog that had been trained right, for from, those, a, from a like a, a pup to do that kind of shit but yeah uh yeah i could see uh it might have been one of those things where they thought this dog was trained in this particular area and the dog was not trained in this area and it panicked and even if it was the animals still might panic right so yeah uh, yep they uh i don't now people are talking about boycotting the movie and stuff and uh i do want to see it with layla but now i don't know man all right don't be abusing animals now well, what am i supposed to do to be a responsible uncle i don't know <laughs> me <laughs> right what are we supposed to do uh t-pain don't want to go to jail y'all oh for what uh he apparently uh is in australia or wants to kick off his australian tour but he might be denied entry into the country because he has an overdue parking ticket from 10 years ago what 10 years ago who held on to this and Mm. didn't write it off i don't know but uh he wants to go to australia and it's weird because from australia obviously can what are you parking ticket from new york come on man (laughs) why would they care about that uh (laughs) yeah according to daily tag uh yeah he had a um previous issue with oh wait nope that was actually a smart question karen 
u.s police that makes more sense because i was about to say right. australia would not give a fuck they were like come on down under mate they don't care i, I can see us doing that bullshit i apologize um yeah it could be a jeopardy due to a previous issue with the u.s police from 2007 when he was caught driving with a suspended license so apparently this fucks up your ability to go through customs what well for real you know what it affects brown people's ability to go through customs yeah i want to come but i don't want to go to jail and i don't want to get over there and i can't come in right they're like you got a parking ticket for 2007 you can't come here the rapper said that he was trying to fix the issue was hoping to make the concert as scheduled on sunday he also is due to perform at sydney nightclub marquee next saturday uh he shot the fame in 2005 with his debut single i'm strong has he had songs since then no no shade but is he still making music apparently so hmm well at any rate he might have he might want to get into that look into that sounds like he might want to yeah and auto go ahead i was gonna say sound you might want to get that auto tuned up go ahead what are you gonna say yeah, now you're the brown people out there. Go, go back in your archives to be sure you ain't got no, no uh, video you have from Blockbuster video of a media play or some shit that you ain't pay. Mm-hmm. Try to get a passport, you get denied. That's true. Like that shit, I was wrong people. Maybe she go to the DMV and buy them a drink. <laughs> Probably want to run that by the bartender first, though. You better. But maybe he'll go to jail, then somebody break him out. He could be like, I'm sprung. But it's okay because I think they close at five o'clock at the DMV. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, yeah, got it out. Yeah. That a hundred for racism. Racism. I, yeah, because if that had been a white person, you think a mother. How many articles you read about a white person that uh that had an overdue book twenty years ago that they'd be like, oh, you know what? Mm-mm, we not uh, we not allowing you to go nowhere because no, they write that motherfucker shit off a hundred. All right uber agrees to pay 20 million dollars to settle claims it misled drivers the living wage oh wait to hear it uber tells its driver partners they can make a comfortable living earning as much as ninety thousand a year in some markets by driving for the company in 2015 uber released a study that showed its drivers earn an average of 17 dollars an hour far above the 14 29 an hour living wage in new york city still it's a claim that's been contested time and again and now uber is paying a 20 million dollar lawsuit to the ftc to resolve allegations that it misled its drivers about how much they stood to earn drivers will receive a disbursement of that sum the lawsuit claimed uber made false misleading and unsubstantiated claims regarding driver earnings and its vehicle solutions program so basically they lied they said in san francisco you can make as much as uh that the average uber driver made more than seventy four thousand. they claim the median income um uh for most drivers is in new york for was more than ninety thousand dollars not new york city Mm-mm. that's what they said um so it's turned out that this is uh being proven very very false no shit because reg- most regular taxi drivers don't make no money like that yeah so um yeah on their on their ads they would quote uh 16 dollars in atlanta fewer than 30 percent got 15 got the 16 dollars in chicago they would say 21 dollars fewer than 20 percent made that boston 25 dollars yeah, advertisement you could say up to 
right you know but you can't say that this is that the average that everybody makes because you know they expect you no know, most people to hit that some to be above some to be below but you didn't say up to you say this is what they're making if people come nah that's not what they're making yep uh steve harvey has apologized uh for his comments about asian men remember he was saying nobody can find asian men attractive trying to fix that money yeah because you know niggas mad he went up there with with trump uh it's interesting he would apologize to the asian community before you know niggas but okay uh uh yeah apparently he uh did apologize um he took to twitter to post a quote-unquote statement which says i offer my humblest apology for offending anyone particularly those in the asian community last week it was not my intention and the humor was not meant with any malice or disrespect whatsoever dash sh and he just put on twitter wanted to share this today gonna bomb with your heart mm-hmm okay not because you don't want you know you don't want to deal with the asian community protesting you how is it not his intention i mean you clearly you you said no one can find asian men attractive you know whatever he apologized quote unquote i'm sure leslie and drew will be rating that one uh what's that drawer underneath the oven really for guys karen what do you use the drawer underneath the oven for for uh the pizza pan and for um like the wide uh pans where you like roast uh shit in okay want to know what it's really for what it is actually a warming drawer i'm putting another did a warm you put karen <laughs> i'm telling you what it's for okay <laughs> this isn't a debate this isn't... <laughs> i'm gonna argue with the people this is the people that made the oven if you find well, out you need better instructions because ain't nobody ever told me that shit before it's in the instructions that come with the oven literally <laughs> i know i know they have ovens that are already built in and i don't get no instruction manual if your oven has a drawer underneath you're probably not using it the right way most people use the extra storage space to put away baking sheets or even spare pots and pans in the drawer uh if the drawer isn't especially big but now the real reason why so many ovens have the extra drawer has been revealed and it could change the way you cook in the kitchen mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. I'm, i know i'm gonna be using it it turns out the drawer me. you won't die <laughs> it turns out the drawer underneath some ovens is a warming drawer which you can use to keep hot food warm until it's ready to serve dig out your oven's manual and it should confirm that this drawer is a useful little accessory that could save you a lot of stress according to travel and leisure the main the manual will probably say something along the lines of the warming drawer is designed to keep hot foods at serving temperature always start with hot food now things that it's not you don't put cold food or room temperature food in there and say let it warm up it doesn't work that way (laughs) because it's gonna get cold right right they cannot be no cold and room temperature foods cannot be heated warmed or cooked in a warming drawer uh bacteria will grow very rapidly if the food uh is between 40 and 140 degrees fahrenheit so you don't want to put cold food in there because bacteria can grow the warming drawer could come in handy when you're cooking a lot of different elements in your meal 
instead of flapping in the last five minutes as everything comes to a boil at once why not make some elements in advance to keep them high in the drawer you can serve up you can serve up food to your family and guests without the stress of trying to cook everything at once and keep everything hot at the same time so you can take like macaroni and cheese instead rather than okay i'm 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 baking macaroni and cheese and i gotta put this chicken in there for a little bit you can put the macaroni and cheese underneath keep it warm then when it's time to serve you don't have to like cut it up microwave everybody's plate individually and all that shit you can just put it take it out the warming drawer and serve it like you just made it oh i guess my question why is it so low it's like at the bottom of the oven so probably because it's underneath the warming stuff so it can stay hot but not you know okay um that's my guess i don't know uh but yeah you can uh serve the food country and living suggests that if you don't want to give up the extra storage space for your pots and pans you can just remove your kitchen utensils from the drawer when you need to keep the uh, food hot so there you guys go you're welcome blackout tips doing doing the lord's work one day at a time y'all go ahead and enjoy that not me i'll keep my pots and pans in there okay all right Amber Rose has stirred up some controversy. Um, apparently she did a Facebook Live like thing and oh no, I'm sorry, a live Instagram video on Wednesday night where a woman called in claiming she was molested. Amber cut her off and hung up the call and then she was immediately called out on social media. Um people were saying she was laughing and picking at molestation victims and shit like that but on thursday she angrily fired back claiming the call was not genuine and slammed her so-called supporters for believing she would could turn her back on a victim she posted on instagram a grab of two comments in particular telling her calling her fake and a scammer and only in it for money don't let amber fool you she is not some super woke feminist fighting for woman rights and against rape culture she's a fake ass real bitch who only cares about being able to hoe around and money in caps there are so many better people to look up to amber rose is not one of those people and she fooled a lot of people not me though baby i knew you were only good for one thing that's funny because they're getting on her for not being woke enough as a feminist but then they're using all these pejorative fucked up like sex slant shaming terms <laughs> people are just people are fucked up um another person said how you gonna hang up on somebody and then laugh that's why you can't trust a bald head bitch with a cute smile well at least she called her smile cute fuck out of here scamming ah! motherfucker i mean sorry fuck out of here scamming mf and you want people to look up to you bitch wrong is wrong you out here looking out for nobody but yourself so then amber says i was on ig live with my friends a woman called in to said that she was molested by her uncle when she was five years old at the same time laughing with her friend in the background she began in a lengthy retort she obviously wanted a moment on our instagram that's why i said that's too much and hung up on her i'm not gonna deal with people that think it's funny or they just want to get a little five minutes of fame on instagram amber said the reaction was really fucked up because she dedicated her life to helping women rape victims sexual assault victims and women that have uh suffered from molestation furthermore there were people in that room with me last night that were molested and so was my mother why so why would i ever laugh if someone else molested she asked um and then she also talked about uh 
uh her well did she all of you so-called supporters of mine were never supporters at all if you were if 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 you were you would have known better she also hit out at people who said she was making lots of money with a slut walk movement guess how much i make zero fucking dollars slut walk is free and i put my blood and sweat and tears into it every year she wrote um you know what's funny if she would have been making money off of it i don't know what's wrong with that me either but it's interesting she's not making money off of it but people just assume the worst you know it's uh, it's like how people assume uh, anybody protesting is getting money from somebody you know like oh you know russia paid them people to protest oh you know uh george soros paid them people to protest oh you know hillary clinton paid them people to protest oh you know trump paid them people to protest it's like oh motherfuckers just protested like yeah some people protest absolutely positively free it's some people that they like look i'm fed up i ain't got to make no dime no this is not quote-unquote profiting me and that's the thing because i think a lot of people they don't do shit unless it's money motivated so they figure out if they don't do it why your ass out there if it ain't money motivated Mm-hmm. that's all you telling me is that you wouldn't do it for free um so she says i've taken so many punches for all of you from social media media outlets people on the street to brands that don't even work with me because i stand for women and slut shaming it's disappointing that you can devote your life into helping people every single day and one misunderstanding everybody turns their back on you that's the game now mm-hmm. that's really what it is now like everybody's one even if it's even if it's just perceived fucked up it could not it could literally be they could be wrong it don't matter no it don't everybody's one thing from people being like i don't fuck with you at all i I just think that's the nature of uh social media that's the nature of people having so many options it's celebrity like i really feel like a lot of our quote-unquote relationships with people come simply down to a block unfollow unfriend yeah, or follow friend you know I, I i think it i think a lot of our reactions and the way that we treat life uh probably always been like that but social media has given us a place to really uh to really gout to like sum it up like just i don't fuck with you no more unfollow unfriend you know what i mean like it's easier now to make that statement where before uh if you didn't fuck with somebody, it might be years for they notice like they might be like oh damn you don't fuck with me no more damn that's weird i noticed we don't we don't ever talk we don't see each other now it's like block nigga you gonna know you know yeah and also i think too <clears throat> that has a lot to do with why a lot a lot of people take bleeding i'm following they take it too hard they take it very personally when sometimes it has nothing to do with you personally sometimes um when it comes to extending these features put like this a lot of people also on social media across the board they're not interesting they just keep their real they they, they're you're not interesting you're not funny you think you're funny and you're not you think you're interesting and you're not You're, you're just not that interesting and for a lot of people they go well you're a cool person in real life but i don't want to see your your constant thoughts in in my timeline so i'm gonna mute or block you we can still be cool though but i don't want to see your shit in my timeline and people take that shit so much to heart and i guess because i wasn't quote-unquote raised in social media age social media came after i was a grown-ass woman so Mm -hmm. my feelings and how i view social media is completely different than younger people 
And so, you know, I think that also with it, people don't really actually build real relationships. I think, uh, people don't put any sweat equity into relationships and they consider people their friends. If y'all really not friends, y'all are really our acquaintances because if we are friends, the first quote unquote infraction that you do is not worth me throwing the whole relationship away. Yeah. Well, with celebrity, you, people have never met friends. Right. You know, I don't like, I, I think, but I, I think there's something like you said about the fact that you can see everybody's thoughts and actions and shit everywhere. Now, I think, even more so than the past it gives people the illusion of a a relationship that's just not there you know what i mean like the fact that i can see everything that amber rose post and i've seen her titties and i've seen her slut walk and i've seen her interviews i think now it just makes people feel like and the threshold's lower now so like when people used to feel that way about say like a michael jackson it was because michael jackson was so fucking famous and he was everywhere now you don't have to be that famous like you just have dedicated people like people on your instagram people on your facebook people on your twitter people on on whatever platform you have Mm -hmm. and so to them it's like a relationship almost but there's a lot of people that follow and they friend and they do all that shit but they don't really fuck with you right you know i've never been under the illusion that someone following me means that we are cool because True. more often than not you'll find there's just certain people that like they can't help themselves but to follow you even though they don't like you or to, right and i don't to keep like that. you know people that listen to the podcast but don't fuck with you right you know just weird to me it's weird because i wouldn't do it but like you said we may come from a different age or maybe we just socially we're just different type of people i think we are as if i don't like you i just don't need to keep up with anything you do and i don't want to like i like yeah. like like for me personally if i go i don't fuck with you or either i want you out of my my sight because honestly when it comes to social media you're actually in my sight like because i can physically see it so for me i'm like okay i'm following you block and you can be gone like i don't need to hear your name like i like that's why i don't i'm very different because a lot of people go i hate you but i don't follow everything about you no if i don't fuck with you i don't give a fuck about you just get out get out my vision get out my sight yeah it's weird though because uh i think the other part of this is you have people and this is what i think happened with these people with amber rose they do follow the shit you do because you're famous and you're this and you're that but they don't really like you so they can't wait for you to fuck up right so it's like they don't need to catch you quote unquote dead to rights and i bet you if you could find these two people that she screen cap right now they'd be like still fuck her and it is what i said it was it's not what the way she explained it that's wrong you know it's that kind of thing i've experienced that before where someone's yep. like tried to put the worst things they can possibly imagine into like to to say that that's what i represent and i have to be like yeah that's that's ridiculous you know what i mean but that's like a confirmation bias where they were hoping for anything and they needed the smallest thing and they were like i knew you wasn't shit and that's what it seems like um and she's at the crux of a lot of people's hypocrisy mm. hatred yes and all this shit and it's you know it's the same with kim kardashian yes. it's the same with um uh shit all them kardashians this is the same with caitlin jenner yeah it's the same with so many people where i'm like they seem like could even be fucked up people but the people that talk shit about them are so fucked right in these situations when you're like 
yeah y'all are wrong like 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 y'all make it easy like y'all make her job easier like amber rose has one of the easiest jobs in my opinion because the people she's talking to are so fucked up like they are misogynistic and they're not even like it's not like people will be like well she didn't go to school for this or she it's not like she got a feminist critical feminist theory or something like she don't even need it for what she got what she's doing it's like she's going and talking to people on podcasts that refer to all women as bitches and hoes the job the, the bar is low she's not going to, she don't need to go talk to bell hooks like she doesn't need to go speak at a symposium she doesn't need to go be a panelist or some shit on some uh conference she doesn't even need to do it because motherfucker our society is so fucked up she'll she can just go and say basic shit like i just believe women should have a choice and freedom to wear whatever they want and, and that's gonna be like right motherfuckers lose nuclear bomb right just just something that simple so you know i think people have made her job easy and and a lot of times it's this kind of shit that makes her job easy because you know um it it seems like it would you know and then the other thing is with the internet you can run to the internet and people that didn't see something but i want to believe the worst in people they'll retweet it and they'll share of it so course. i'm sure there's a ton of people that didn't even see it that were like mm-hmm, yep she was laughing at molestation because she think it's funny it's like and that's you know and of course the i told you so like the first person was like i told y'all i ain't fall for it mm-hmm. so and it, a lot of your fave yeah that kind of shit so you know but yeah they make the job easy for her because all she had to do is release a statement and be like that y'all know that's not what happened right and then everybody goes oh yeah that does sound way more fucking plausible because you would also have to be a fucking idiot to fuck up your paper like that like you would like literally you would have to be like i just don't want to make money no more i've decided i only have this one thing that i'm really getting paid for and getting famous for let me just throw that shit in the trash real quick and laugh at a victim of molestation because hey i don't want this job like yeah it's like the shit y'all made up don't make sense yeah i don't want these millions like uh, but yeah they just end up making her it, it's i mean i said they just end up making her right over and over and over and over and over again and it's just like yeah she's gonna make money off this shit probably to the day she dies because there will always be some dumbass trying to call her out her name and disrespect her and she's gonna always be always. able to be like nope you know uh all right let's get into some other stuff how about this question you have the answer so tell me what I want to know do you want to funk 
do you wanna funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? Do you wanna funk with me? God, that song made me feel so good. Uh, same sex divorce. Pennsylvania court voids ruling blocking women from any state civil union. Uh, Frida Neiman and Florence Buckley couldn't legally marry in Pennsylvania in 2002, but the women can legally get divorced here in 2016. A state superior court panel ruled Wednesday. Now, this is something funny because, uh, I remember making a joke on the show years ago. Wow. Uh, Wonder Woman Republicans gonna give up on same-sex marriage and start going after same-sex divorce. Cause everybody wants to get married, but if you take away the right to divorce, now that's some cruel, unusual punishment. Cause now you stuck with this motherfucker forever. Um, that was a joke. Apparently Republicans in 2016 was like, you know what? You, you know, um, why don't we try to block same-sex divorce? You can't make this shit up, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't make this shit up um so the decision is set in an opinion by senior judge james j fitzgerald iii overturns a philadelphia county family ruling uh family court judges findings that she lacked the authority to dissolve a civil union the same-sex couple entered into 14 years ago in vermont so basically the civil uh the family court judge was like i don't have the jurisdiction to say y'all are divorced so y'all gotta stay together because back in 14 years ago when you got married you could only get married in like one state so you know and even still now you have with even with the supreme court ruling uh on uh marriage equality still you still got states that are like nope not recognizing that nope uh not not giving you a license nope um and who knows how much worse it's gonna get come on but uh yeah the point being um the this judge was basically like well since it's in a different state i'm not gonna i'm not gonna grant you a divorce but the senior court the senior judge did grant it uh fitzgerald noted that his court's ruling is one of the few yet issues uh uh, issued to address how pennsylvania should handle the dissolution of same-sex marriages and civil unions that were entered into out of state before such marriages became legal throughout the u.s in 2015 the superior court's conclusion is that pennsylvania courts must regard vermont civil unions as the functional equivalent of marriages sanctioned by the keystone state that means pennsylvania's divorce law applies to them as well uh fitzgerald found uh yeah this is a landmark decision i mean it's actually pretty it's actually good news to be honest if it sets some type of precedent somebody had to step up and set and set some precedent and i know divorce doesn't seem like such a happy thing but it is very happy for people stuck in bad marriages come on so i'm sure the motherfuckers are are happy as shit that this uh judge was like and y'all can split it right so you're gonna have people like married and just not living together and just not acknowledging each other but legally they quote unquote are married and yeah and it's also still a stripping of somebody's humanity that they can't get divorced like right. the same way we say marriage is a stripping of your humanity because you can't get married getting divorced is also a stripping of your humanity if we say you can't do it like e- equality is equality in every way <laughs> like it-, it can't be equal sometimes and then not you know um at any rate um uh good 
you know uh so what else did it say uh oh yeah so uh as a state judge noted neiman and buckley entered the civil union in july 2002 at a time when vermont was the first state in the u.s to recognize same-sex unions the couple separated five months later oh man that's that cliche joke that all the uh comedians were making about i don't want same-sex marriage to pass because my gay you know like i'm gonna end up getting married to uh to somebody just because we gay and now they're gonna want to do it to make a statement but i don't want to marry this motherfucker yo they really had that happen like they went and got married to be like mm-hmm, we could do it and then five months later it's like i hate your draws i hate everything about you you stink oh why did i not know you don't pay rent on time um, tell everybody marriage ain't ain't mm, y'all you fucking y'all on my credit illusions in 2014 hard work in 2015 in 2014 yo so in 2002 they split after five months 2014 is when they decided to file uh uh affidavits of consent to dissolve their civil union that's a long ass time and they filed it uh and maybe i wonder if maybe like you know how sometimes like certain groups look for cases to put money behind to get precedent like this established i wonder if that's what happened possibility you know because that's a long like at that point it's almost like who gives a fuck or maybe since they knew marriage equality might be about the past maybe they were like well shit i need to get out of my old marriage i can't get up with no new boo thing you know they was like uh queen sugar you know he was like oh damn i forgot to tell you i'm i'm already married oh karen ain't watching queen sugar what i'm talking about y'all yeah you oh, did he watch was it married to pam yeah okay all right well i guess she watched up to that point i watched up to that point so i gonna come take a black woman car one day <laughs> uh any rate, smack it up my hand mm-hmm. you're gonna be trying to go buy something from Sally's beauty supplies they're gonna smack your hey, get out of my store what you doing you go shop for perk plus at the supermarket with the rest of the white women i know you ain't watch insecure you ain't watch queen sugar uh <laughs> uh let's see what else um sapporo to join other cities in recognizing same-sex partnerships as marriages uh, Sapporo aims to become the latest city in Japan and our same-sex mar- partnerships as the equivalent to marriage to address discrimination against sexual minorities, local officials said Thursday. The capital of Hokkaido plans to draw up guidelines by next March with an eye to launching the certification of gay couples by the end of March 2018. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of dope other municipalities throughout the nation have introduced similar arrangements including tokyo shibuya and setagaya wards uh and the cities of aiga and me prefecture uh taka wait takarazuka in hyogo prefecture and naha in okinawa prefecture sapporo uh hopes to host the 2026 winter olympics oh okay okay yeah and the olympic charter bans discrimination based on sexual orientation hey you know what progress is progress god damn it i was like oh, oh yeah, they did it because they had to they was like yeah. oh we want that money they was like yo oh wait a minute shit we got change. so i was like y'all know we gotta change the law what we gotta change yeah we gotta change the law else they ain't gonna come yeah i was like oh cool man they coming around Mm-mm. nope there's some money involved <laughs> money would cause progress too i shit i shit i've got to the point where i can't if i can't uh 
plead my humanity based off of your morale i can plead to your my humanity based off of money i mean yeah i mean for the most part i don't really believe in good faith relationships like that anyway so whatever but yeah as long as it changed yeah good for good for you guys you know it's like the women's march like you see them big ass crowds and you know there's a whole bunch of reasons to be resentful but there's also a bunch of reasons to be like well good they came out you know look at that big ass crowd that's a lot of people making a statement together good job you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and that's not how i feel about this shit where it's like oh cool y'all gonna finally recognize the humanity of your citizens that oh it's for the olympics okay cool good good job just fuck it i hope man. it lasts longer than the olympics i hope the olympics don't come and y'all be like you know what we're gonna revert back i don't know i can't even i mean can i judge who who are me to judge in north carolina where we had to lose all our sports shit for they start being like maybe we should vote this bigot out i don't know we still ain't we still ain't um got hb2 off the books so we can't judge uh sapporo mayor katushura wait katsuhiro uh akimoto received a request in june from a civic group supporting lesbian gay bisexual and transgender people for the established uh for establishing a system to recognize such partnerships with a population of nearly two million the city has been studying ways to introduce such a system based on precedents set by places like the shibuya ward yeah it's always weird when there's countries or places that don't recognize it i guess what people try to be like gay people don't be ain't no gay people you're like come on dog you know y'all got some millions people, of people dog. nobody gay get the fuck out of here come on dog come on dog nobody y'all got one and uh, two right. nobody in the middle east gay dog nobody come on, come on dog come on dog come on be just be honest uh china's tong kui the millions of straight women married to closeted gay men the world is so tiring just let it finish everything is gone shortly after posting these words on her microblog Hong Ling, a 31-year-old professor at Sichuan University, stepped off a 13-story building. Holy shit! Yeah. Shit got real just real quick, didn't it? If it wasn't for her husband, her death would have been just another footnote in the metro section of the Chongqing Daily. Instead, her death became something of a touchstone in China, igniting public debate over a little-known issue. Lu Hongling was a Tongkui or one of the estimated millions of heterosexual women in china married to closeted gay men a day before her death her husband Qing jing xing had posted a uh a public message to her on his microblog lou i'm sorry i'm gay and i cheated on you the reason i married you was to hide the fact that i'm gay oh damn you put that shit in the public too right the china though china decriminalized homosexuality in 1997 oh cool it's been 20 years where you get it's not criminal to be gay it It remained a classified as a mental illness until 2001 so from 97 to 2001 it's like no 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 he's not a criminal he's just crazy you know (laughs) she's just crazy for vagina y'all she can't help herself you know what though still parts of america where they classified as some type of mental illness or people think it is because then they'll try to put you through some type of retraining for your sexuality so i mean can we who are me to judge again 
according to a 2013 pew survey only 21 percent of chinese people approved of homosexuality just this march the government banned the depiction of homosexuality on film and tv as pornographic or vulgar putting in the same category as portrayals of incest and sexual abuse wow once again people uh taking uh queer sexuality and being like it's the same as being a pedophile or a criminal it's not yeah can't put in a movie dog what is wrong with the world oh but then that explains this for those of you that watch uh steven universe uh steven universe uh okay oh the gems in uh steven universe uh two of the uh gems combine to make one gem and the two gems that combine are portrayed as both female and a lot of times to combine they like do a little dance and a lot of the dances they're not sexual dances but you know it's thrusting of the hips and and things like that and i think two gems combine to make garnet which is actually the for those of you who watch the universe it's the tallest gem and i i assume that she's black you know going by her color and skin tone and things like that and um and uh part i think it might be over there but i know in certain parts of the the world they actually edit the american version because they say that the two uh female gems because you know they hug and all that stuff they're very close they uh re-edited uh to take a lot of that out and i'm like but it's a cartoon you know it's gonna teach the kids to be gay though karen and how would the kids ever be i remember as a straight kid growing up it's i was like i don't know what what i am and then i saw a dude say i want to have sex with a woman i said oh okay i'm just gonna do what he does no and also the thing about uh steven universe steven universe had it's a beautifully told story and it has uh a lot of it has a lot of strong female characters and steven but a lot of strong female characters and i I think you mean and steven yes and steven uh and i think that a lot of people for some reason they just have these hang-ups and the thing is you edited out certain things out of that cartoon you actually are stripping the storyline because the things that they are angry about ain't a big thing because i guess here in america i see the the full version of it and it's not a big thing they show their love for each other they say they're in love with each other Mm-hmm. You know, they can't live without each other. In the gay, evil love. Is that what you're trying to say, Karen? No. Oh. It's not gay. It's actually really, really sweet. Well, we got to take it out to cartoon. Okay. We don't need the kids seeing a uh, loving relationship between people of the same sex, Karen. It's just not good for anybody. And it's the only way to make sure that kids will never, ever, ever be anything but straight. Unless they see something on a cartoon, then that change everything about their life. Yep. Meanwhile, you got motherfuckers jumping off the side of buildings because they husband is out here like, I'm gay. And niggas is like, well, I guess I got to kill myself because we have a huge hang up about it in our society. Hmm. Interesting. Right. So you couldn't divorce me years ago and start wasting my time. I mean, but who knows what his life experience is like? I mean, I'm not saying it's fair, but who knows what the fuck he would have to go through to be an openly gay man. It might not be like it is here. Like it might not not that it's great here either, but it might not even be what it is here. Like 
oh nigga you gay like that might get you thrown in jail in 1997 so you damn right you got to start marrying people you know like i if the in 1997 if you were gay you could be thrown in jail in this country until 2001 it's a mental health issue they can put you somewhere where you gotta get so even for that person as sad as it was seen to quote unquote waste somebody else's time or to fuck up somebody else's life that's still survival for you that i mean it sucks for that person that gets stuck quote unquote in that relationship but i mean maybe he was trying to survive i don't know okay i'm i understand that i guess my problem is you could have told me this privately you publicly put this on the goddamn public message board for you to come out well then you could have divorced me well that part does seem fucked up i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that's not fucked up um you know i don't yeah i I mean that did seem because it was public then but then you know let's come on and be all public all about it all the time then i didn't what you mean it was public then i mean once you came out and said i'm gay which which is very difficult to do right you put it on their public facebook whatever right everybody knew then okay so you're gonna get criticized and i'm gonna get criticized because they're gonna be like you married a gay person how did you not know they were Mm. gay so it's one of these things where maybe it's just me and how i function you could have talked to me about this behind the scenes you didn't have to make this public you're like she may have jumped out of embarrassment she may have jumped out of you know i understand i understand i don't know that so are you trying you say you feel like he's responsible for her killing herself then or i'm not gonna say he's 100 percent responsible but i'm not gonna say he didn't contribute to it well okay um it's a little i mean i I wonder if he knew i don't know there's a lot that could be happening behind the scenes i I don't feel comfortable expressing i don't i don't feel comfortable talking about it um i don't know what their relationship is like is what i'm saying like i don't know if he meant it petty i don't know if it was like his own like moment where everybody comes out in different ways this is declaration i don't know Uh, they could have hated each other's guts by then i have no fucking idea so i don't want to say what his purpose could have been yeah i'm just speaking off of what i know based off what you told me only thing we know is that she did kill herself correct that's that's it i don't i don't you know me uh i've had very unpopular opinions about suicide on here so i don't know that i would ever blame somebody else for somebody's suicide in any situation really um but yeah they found that only 18 percent of gay men come out to their families in a new study they did uh their parents generation was raised in the tail end of the mao era where the comprehensive general education was disrupted by the upheavals of the cultural revolution and sex ed was non-existent wish lanterns author alec ash who has written about the lives of young people in china says that the cultural divide between parents and their children is enormous it would be the equivalent of if my parents were born in the 1880 i had only a hazy understanding of what homosexuality was when i married my wife and i had no idea what that your sexual orientation is something that you can't change um said uh i hope i pronounce this right but it looks like Giawa baba uh one of the subjects of the queer fam- filmmaker fan popo's uh latest documentary papa rainbow as he admits in the film he is gay but married to a woman despite the geographic proximity in his hometown Kang Zhao to Beijing 
there were uh they are they are a world apart in terms of attitude towards lgbtq people it's a simple place the prevailing attitude towards gays is one of non-acceptance and discrimination he told broadly he says that he was introduced to his wife through a matchmaker which was not uncommon in the early 90s when they met at the time he wasn't sure if he was gay so he went ahead with the marriage convinced that his interest in men was just a naive youthful fantasy the manifestation of his pent-up sexual frustration um i still had feelings for men they never stopped and then when the internet arrived i learned what being gay meant that it was something innate and that i wouldn't be able to do anything about it when he married his wife homosexuality was still a criminal offense for him as well as an entire generation of queer men and women in china there was very little way of understanding that sexual orientation before the internet came along so yeah what do you do when you don't have the tools that we take for granted over True. here to simply be like like even if it's contested and even though there's pockets of america where people are exactly like this mm-hmm. what do you do when you don't you know at least to some extent we had the tools here uh in a large part for people to be like oh okay that's what gay means or this is one theory on what gayness is or queerness is or whatever what do you do when you have you you know you live a place where they're like we just ain't teaching you shit everybody's straight and if you think you're not straight something wrong with you but you straight and you're gonna go to jail if you think otherwise i mean what kind of fucking lesson is that what i I can see how you end up getting married you know i can see how you'd be like well let me just get married then fuck it right now i'll figure this out as i go along in life maybe one day i'll stop wanting this right and 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 i do understand what you're saying about surviving because it's one of those things like once you get so old people probably start questioning well you older now why ain't you got a wife why don't you have children you know so it's that pressure looking into your personal you know what what clothes do you go to who do you hang out with i mean look at uh in africa in some places um uh like uganda like they ostracize the entire community of people that are lgbt uh q and they like follow motherfuckers around harass them look for where they uh hang out to like shut it down shut down marches all this shit like it's you're living a dangerous life just being openly gay and then if you're uh even if you're in the closet or if you're trying to like find a community of people where y'all can be discreetly yourselves amongst each other it's still always under threat like it's still just one police raid from being fucked up america has that history too yes it you know, does of raiding establishments that catered to lgbtq people police would come in and fucking uh beat people up and arrest people and shit uh you know i know stonewall is a, a major uh, um landmark uh i think the i think my fact, i think the obama administration actually made it a historical landmark like recognized by the united states but yeah like there's there's yeah that story is is a very old story and i can only imagine it's like that other places so who knows the literally life and death decision you might have to make when it comes to like well, fuck what am i gonna do i guess i need to just get married so people to leave me alone yeah like at least i got some level of cover to my life now and it, like i say it sucks other people are involved but right. to me that's the government's fault it made people have to be involved because they they are trying to fuck these people up like you know what i mean it's like blaming me for shoplifting if the government won't let me work you know what i mean like nigga at some point i gotta eat um anyway uh 
so he goes on to say uh i have a metaphor he said if a mung bean never encounters water it's likely to always be a mung bean but if it gets water and the soil is ripe and the environment is good and it's warm then it will sprout and once that happens it can never return to being a mung bean uh that's a good ass analogy uh zane bichon a professor and at Qingdao university medical school is a leading scholar in tongkui the corridor outside his office has no windows and the lights were broken to find it i had to use a flashlight on my phone due to the nature of his research his office is not on campus he has had to relocate to an apartment block an unremarkable gray building lost in queen dow's urban sprawl zang is a heroic figure in the lgbtq community here as a medical researcher in the late 80s he was one of the first in the country to identify the growing hiv epidemic and write about it in non-discriminatory terms in 1999 his research in the china's queer community took on an unexpected turn a woman came in his office crying and told him that she had unwittingly entered into a sham marriage with a gay man zang's conservative guess is that there's at least 10 million straight women in china married to gay men wow similarly researched by chinese sexologist li yini or maybe it's yin uh put the figure at around 16 million and research uh quoted in yale anthropologist touched uh tin tang zang's 2015 study puts the figure at 19 million which is about the population of romania so up to possibly 19 million people uh and then because of the laws yeah and plus they have a huge population yeah, yeah, they're pop that the the highest population close to if if not in the world, like it's a lot of people over there. And according to Zhang's research, eighty. By the way, we're only talking about the government, uh, and I think this next sentence is is crucial because I hadn't even said this, but I was thinking it. We're not talking about the family pressure. This is the government. Come on, you know how many people are in the closet just here, where it's just like because your family is like, nope. I ain't nope we go to jesus christ latter-day saints or whatever church and your ass can't be gay because we say so right and then people wonder why a lot of these children get older get grown move away and never bring their asses back yeah and well, then they'd be like well what happened they don't ever nope that's why we have gay hub cities like atlanta and shit and dc right. and certain places because like yo i can't be who i want to be and who i am around y'all right and then you have a lot of people who have always been accepted for who they are trying to act like there's something wrong with these people when these people are like i don't deal with my family i don't mess with my family i don't get along with my family you know fuck my family and you know it's people who are in a privileged place where they've been blessed enough where their family have always accepted them for who they are that they never had to deal with that they never had to deal with families that rejected you and never had to deal with loved ones that don't accept you for who you are have to deal with loved ones who literally put you out as a teenager you're homeless as a teenager because of your sexual orientation yep um so yeah according to zane's research 80 percent of gay men in china have due to the toxic combination of family and societal pressure entered into traditional marriages of straight women social security social security in china is notoriously basic and children still carry the burden of supporting their elders for lgbtq people these family obligations ratchet up the pressure to remain closeted and it goes some way to explain why gay men like ching jin Xing feel compelled to marry heterosexual women ju chen discovered her husband was gay after seeing text from a lover on his phone hi beautiful one red your body makes me too excited for him today i'll never let another person touch me at first she resigned herself to the fact that her husband had taken a lover but curiosity compelled her to call the unknown number 
of course i assumed it was a girl but when i called the number i found i was speaking to a man i thought i had the wrong number but i tried again and go got through the same person and the text continued from them to my husband that's how i knew uh you know another thing they, they're not even talking about women so right. articles about gay men Ooh. feeling a certain way a lot of gay women probably <clears throat> marry straight men too her partner refused to grant her a divorce saying that it wasn't a big deal her father agreed she says telling her that she had unrealistic aspirations for marriage as they had young children together she decided to compromise and allow her husband to keep his lovers but she also demanded that she and her husband stop sleeping together or sharing a bed in 2012 she found a bottle of pills in the bathroom after looking up his label on the search engine baidu she discovered that they were the drugs for hiv tr- treatment her husband had become hiv positive Oh, Zhang says over 30% of Tonkwi will contract a sexual dis- transmitted disease. For many, this is how they discover that their husbands sleep with men. So many women, Tonkwi are the women in the marriage. Okay. They will get a, a, a STD and that's how they find out, oh, my husband is sleeping with dudes. Uh, oh, wow. Around 10% of Tonkwi attempt suicide yet. Wow that is a high ass number in his office he he gestures towards the rows of filing cabinets to sit floor to ceiling they contain thousands of letters and correspondence sent from women in these sham marriages zane has recently begun digitizing his archive with the help of assistance they have scanned forty three thousand pages so far this isn't just an lgbtq problem it is a whole society problem he right. says Queen Dao Agriculture University is far on the outskirts of the city. Liu Ting Yang, a programmer and student, has started a WeChat account, a QQ group for Tong Kui called Tong Kui Family. QQ is a Chinese social media app optimized for group messages, so it must be like our WhatsApp, with administrators who control who enters the conversation. Tong Kui's family is one of the liveliest of such group um we met at the gates and we walked together along a tree line street and circled the campus small roadside food stands did a brisk trade the smoke the smoke from small coal fire barbecues mingling with the mist that had rolled in from the sea i saw quite a few articles online about tonkwee and i realized there wasn't a space for them to talk about what they had going uh going through right as they discovered their husbands might be gay uh in the months after we met countless women jo- uh join the group and ask for advice almost daily a new woman enters the group and unspools her story before it's 1700 members one new member detailed her suspicions about her husband in increasingly frantic messages after finding male sex toys and lubricant in their house the tonkwi phenomenon does doesn't just highlight the pleasure the pressures felt by homosexual men in china it also underlines the social pressures of women feeling to get married mm, that's true too right because they they pressure women hard yeah where the popular term shing nu leftover women is used to describe any woman over the age of 30 who has yet to settle down and find a man some women end up marrying quickly without long-term dating and cohabitation common in the west man lo hong lee wait lo hong ling uh who was active in the online support community similar to tong Kui's family had only dated her husband for five or six months before they married and all she had known her husband for less than a year before she took her uh she took her life wow yeah i mean i can see how that would yeah i can see how that would would happen man because if you do got the extra i mean women feel that pressure here but if you got that like they got a word for your ass like like, you know what i mean like oh she's just a leftover woman look at her 31 done with life right all dried up 
shit. I, my life would have been over a long time ago then. Right. And we all know that, I mean, black don't crack, but yellow don't mellow, man. Them, them, they be looking young forever, man. I don't believe that shit. 30 and you done on life? On life? On nigga? life, dog. On life. Niggas going to the club like, ew. She said she was 32. Can you believe that? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Man. In 2005, IT specialist Lynn High was working in the southern province of Guangxi when one of his friends had was injured in an industrial accident unable to perform sexually his friend became despondent and suicidal lynn high thought that there must be more people like his friend out there and started a website called wx920 the wx stands for wuxing which means non-sexual he originally intended as a dating site for those who were asexual unable to perform sexually through disease or accident but he began noticing that gay men and women were joining the site to look for shame share marriages to fool their parents so it's like oh, oh cool this, this person right. a relationship where i don't have to have sex but i can officially be married and then people won't be able to judge me right the demand led to him creating a spinoff website called china com, designed specifically to explicitly allow gays and lesbians to marry each other wow he uh says the website Smart. has roughly five hundred thousand members that has been matched nearly fifty thousand couples wow yes, man. he was like why come over here legally the laws have changed let me make a site where y'all can meet each other versus yeah i know but it, that still speaks to the societal pressure of y'all have to be married right so look now y'all can both kind of hide together meet on man that's a if that site got hacked that would fuck up so many people's lives correct Woo. and man that's that's wild these shame share marriages are called Sing Shi Hanying, which marriage in form is what it means, which is roughly the compromise that Ju Chen has ended up having with her own gay husband. After discovering he had HIV, she worried that leaving him and separating him from their children will likely be a death sentence. He will stop taking the HIV medicine, she explained. Their sex lives are still completely separate, which means she remains HIV negative. When I asked her if her husband was actively dating, she said, I don't know and I don't ask. She told me that she has dated other men in the past, but now but by now i'm jaded i don't really see myself falling in love again at present the fragile compromise of her family sees her stay at home raising her children while her husband works in other cities earning money my friends tell me i have nothing to complain about he provides for me but they don't know the reality Mm, that's the worst right can your friends like girl just be happy you got a man while ling high's american pressure too yep when ling high website ling high's website allows couples to be upfront with each other from the outset it's a band-aid and not a cure it might buy queer people a respite from family pressure but it doesn't solve the underlying issue that the family struggle to accept them for who they are until that happens the best they can hope for is an uneasy compromise a socially accepted but sexless marriage man so anyway man that's uh that's that's just that's that's some shit from china like <laughs> we ain't no better right right it's like damn don't that sound really fucking familiar i mean some of the shit is a little different but so much of that shit is the same yeah because a lot of people here think you over 31 you're dead too all around the world same song dog same song all right let's do some uh fucking with black people guys um <laughs> Oh, 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 
we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we assign different point scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with this black people today's contestants everybody the internet branded her racist does it matter that she's bipolar karen no it all started last week when heather wick logged onto her now deleted facebook page and wrote do you think trump will bring back slavery i could use a maid (laughs) reaction was swift as the post went viral the 44 year old burlington woman says she has been deluged with death threats upward three of 300 per hour i'll be wanting to see these death threats right i I can't be the only one i'm not listen i'm not saying it's not possible it's highly possible i just be wanting to see them because racist people stay saying some real froggy shit and then being like i got death threat and that is above the line and i'm like okay but i, yeah, I would like to see them a death threat a lot of times it'd be people be like bitch your credibility is shot is what i'm Long. saying i would like to see them i'm not saying you lying i just would like to see them for my own peace of mind because a lot of people be saying they getting death i just put on blackface and said niggers are stupid and i got death threats what is wrong with these black people i'm yeah, like be people objecting to what the fuck you're saying yeah i, I created a uh <laughs> i created a um meme um of it's a picture of a hornet's nest and there's a picture of uh johnny depp in pirates of the caribbean he running from all them black people in the beginning where they trying to like or maybe they're not black but it's a bunch of people in like a tribe and they trying to kill him and he running away and on the top it's like it says kicks the hornet's nest and on the bottom it's like i'm the real victim here when he was running away people do that shit a lot on the internet where it's like they do they could be my they could just mind their own business but they start some shit and then when then when the very fucking predictable outcome of people going motherfucker fuck you happens they go why are you doing this to me i just expressed an opinion that black people are apes and you guys came at me i don't understand we were all one at the women's march yesterday and today you guys are already tripping on me uh reaction was swift as the post went viral blah blah blah. the phone calls came from across the country or, or originating in states such as texas illinois indiana new york and south carolina she doesn't answer the phone which rings incessantly but the callers have leave, leave voicemail saying some of the most nasty things about uh imaginable racist go to hell you're a nasty woman one man hissed that's the most nasty thing okay oh ha ha get a sense of humor no shut the fuck up with your racist fucking jokes bitch fuck you i can't wait for you to fucking die and go to hell and i'm not going to do that you're just going to do that on your own you fucking son of a bitch kill yourself well you know that is a very mean thing to say that is not a death threat technically but it's mean wick told seven days in a phone interview thursday that the post stayed up for three days one of her four brothers called and told her to take it down and she did nigga why did you you didn't regret it at all dog nope three days dog three days i've taken posts down in minutes because i was like oh my phone is oh what is this what is i mean you know whether it's fucked up immediately you know like <laughs> 
come on man and when something goes viral like that three days okay anyway but the damage was done wick believes that at least two facebook friends took screenshots of her post her linkedin page and other personal information and shared it online what these people know about wick has been gleaned from her digital footprint she attended albany medical college which boy they be humanizing them don't they so he has got md next to her name so in the eyes of her critics she's not just a racist she's a racist doctor she's married and callers have harassed her husband they found more distant family members and left threatening uh messages for them there's not what's not apparent online wick is bipolar and was likely in the midst of a manic episode she said she was diagnosed in 1997 while attending albany medical college yes she did graduate but she never finished residency one year in she quit i had to leave because i was sick with bipolar disorder and i work and working 120 hours a week was detrimental to my health uh between 1980 between 1998 and 2007 i was hospitalized five times for bipolar disorder she added i have had the same psychiatrist since 2000 it took eight years to get on medication regimen that works for me i have ups and downs but having haven't had to be hospitalized since 2007 wick didn't use her mental illness as an excuse for what she posted on facebook in fact she said just the opposite my mother keeps calling and saying she's my bipolar watchdog she says you were manic when you wrote that you were manic she says i wasn't manic i was making a satirical joke i regret that i did it because it was a little too over the line i meant it as a joke but i apologize if i offended anybody um yeah you know it's i you know what's funny i appreciate her not trying to blame it on being bipolar i think it's very weird that the article makes such a big deal out of that because that because at this point the only conclusion i can reach is that the article is doing it to have sympathy for her you know what i mean like she had to drop out of school y'all and she's feeling really sad and people are threatening her i don't care i have family member with mental illness i know people with mental illness that has nothing to do with you being a decent goddamn human being there's a lot of people out here that are bipolar that are not racist so i don't want to hear it you're using it as a goddamn excuse often someone experiencing a swing in bipolar disease doesn't realize it or won't admit it at the moment according to doc so even now the article's going she's saying i'm not having the episode i'm fine and they're like yeah but you're white so we got to coddle you you're a white woman so we got to run to your rescue and tell you how it wasn't your fault that you made a joke that for a lot of people honestly they're panicking right now because of everybody this do you know the the fucking kkk took 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 the white office i mean the the white house and the presidency and all that shit in a lot of people's eyes and they're getting ready to come in and sweep and make america great again and it's one of those things where you like well bitch uh you know they actually do got slavery it's called prison uh but you know for us other citizens you know it's one of those things where people go hey uh if they could take it back to me picking cotton i know they would get the fuck out of here it was not a funny joke at all yeah it's wild because um white people get this sort of empathy reserved for them that we don't get like this reminds me of the justine sacco thing where she said the stuff about going to africa hope i don't get AIDS, and then she was on a plane and she lost her job by the time she landed because she was like public relations for a major firm but then within like a year 
several she had used her connections to have several media outlets right very kind pieces sit down and do interviews and they all painted her as a person that just made a silly mistake and didn't deserve any of the ridicule and she was the real victim and everybody else was uh just being black people bullied her uh also the guy from gawker i read an article about him uh they it painted him as you know a drug like a well he has some issues with drugs he has some issues with this that and the other this is a dude that was arrogant as fuck this is a dude that violated people's privacy this is a guy that essentially um posted someone's a video of someone's uh rape at one point because he said it was newsworthy on gawker he's not a good person but this article painted him as just a misunderstood person they even painted his 13 I forget how much it was like thirteen hundred dollars a month apartment in florida as like wow look how far he's fallen and i said you know how many motherfuckers will be so happy to be able to scrape together thirteen hundred dollars every month come on to pay some motherfucking rent like this isn't new york this is la this is just somewhere this is like somewhere in florida but the sympathy they they gave him was the part that was infuriating simply because i know it'll never be done the other way that's the thing you know black people fuck up there's no let's go back and explain this i still haven't seen not one not one of these puff pieces on somebody that said some shit that got arrested like fuck all these white people or something and they go you know i'm gonna kill all the white people on campus they never go back six months and find that person to say hey you were arrested for saying some shit that you didn't you know you didn't do it you didn't go what happened well i'm bipolar and I, you'll never read that shit you'll never read it like you just are the scum of the earth and, and bottom of the barrel we don't need to explain anything about your black ass you shouldn't have said that shit that's the only thing you get but these white people man they consistently write these like sympathetic woe is me type you know, the the woman from um the story where she's like, they were being racist against me because I'm a Trump supporter and called them all kinds of racial slurs. They did a piece about her. Like, it's, it's amazing. It just, it's amazing how whiteness can work, man. It's amazing. It, this would never happen the other way around. That's all. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, obviously I'm gonna get this 100 because I'm getting mad, but the, the vice piece on, um, safety pin box with leslie and um and and marissa Marissa. i remember we watched it and i was like i'm happy that they got their message out there but this is such the shadiest motherfucking like it's obvious that whoever edited it was like let's try to make it seem like they are taking advantage of white people's guilt and and that's a bad thing and we're gonna make fun of the white people that uh attempt to take do this product that that they don't they didn't humanize leslie and marissa even if you would have disagreed with them and been like well we think they taking advantage of people but let's find out what they think and then go into their lives and talk about the pitfalls and the resistance they've experienced and the abuse they've experienced over the last year or two just being in this movement for black lives nope not a goddamn thing it's just these motherfuckers evil right we can all decide i'm out like that that's the shit that pisses me off is that they would go find this random woman's face from facebook and be like let's write a puff piece on her ass when she ain't do nothing but just make a racist joke you know right right. and also honestly you're validating her comments what the fuck about slavery is a joke like 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 really a joke joke like if you really get down to it doesn't no 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 no, hold up 
it is a very funny slavery can be very funny okay yes it can and i do find that her joke um it like i can see how that joke would work with somebody else like i I can make that joke and i and people would be like that's funny because they know me they'd be like right you make this joke all the time and obviously you don't want no slavery uh 53 percent of white women voted for trump you make some joke about bringing back slavery and being happy trump got ain't nobody going through your life history to figure out if you racist or not nigga you going viral and everybody about to be like fuck you right and so when i when i let me go back i don't mean slavery itself can't be you can't find funny in slavery Mm -hmm. but when you say it in this context it's not funny i don't know her i ain't got to know her she could be it could be funny i don't fucking know her you need to know her y'all might have a friend that make a a crass joke like this and you think it's funny because you know that motherfucker or whatever the internet don't know you dog Mm -mm. you don't get to make that joke you have no brand and no presence no nothing to to back up like all people gonna know is you made this one post and they're gonna be like fuck her that's it so it is what it is man you got served up to the internet gods and you gotta deal with it but yeah i i I mean i don't feel any sympathy for her Mm -hmm. um but you know uh, like i said you put that shit out there and then you left it up for days and shit right so that meant you wasn't sorry fuck you yeah and this is a long ass article y'all i'm talking about i didn't make it not even a fourth through the article yet i'm not i'm not reading all this but just to let you know how far they went into talking about her mental illness and how far they went into what by like they interviewed experts about being bipolar um everything everything except what the fuck she she did she, she was wrong for this and shouldn't have done it uh so yeah zero to a hundred oh yeah a hundred yeah because yeah it's one of those things well sorry baby you do not get the benefit of doubt you said it you meant it a hundred for me as well um all right we gotta go to the next um we gotta go to the next um thing so let me um let me play a clip and then we'll i'll I'll go to the next session and, and we'll be right back everybody okay Just moving slow. Christmas is all about. You hear that, boy? That's what Christmas is all about. Actually, Granddad, Christmas is a pagan holiday, and Jesus probably hates you for celebrating it. There ain't gonna be no Scrooges in this house, boy. Look, Granddad, it's clear from the scripture that Jesus was not born in winter. The shepherds who saw the angels announcing his birth would not have been out in their fields in December. The Palestinian winters are too cold, if you believe in that sort of thing. The truth is, Christmas evolved from the Roman holiday Saturnalia, a winter festival where men gave gifts to each other. They also would get drunk, have sex with each other, and beat their wives. People would act so crazy on Christmas, the holiday was outlawed by the Protestant church until the 1800s. As a matter of fact, the United States Congress... Granddad? Granddad! I'm sorry, boy. What was that? I just explained the entire history of Christmas. But it was boring, Huey. You just blah, blah, gay sex, blah, blah, Congress. You know, you got to be interesting. (laughs) I'm almost in. No problem. Going live. And I'm about to invite you. 
Okay. That's when it just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and 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 over again. They just not going to want that. Think there's a deeper metaphor there? Run through a motherfucker face. Then you don't have to worry about them no more. All right. So a hundred for me and a hundred for Karen. Yes. Fox News five Stacy Dash. Mm. Might not need it no more. like they did a lot of other uh black people on these other networks that's like we got a the nigga leaving the office so why did we got all those niggas around yep after all them white women left for saying they were sexually harassed come on sued and found other jobs somehow no black president and they don't need they don't need black people there to Mm-mm. speak anti-blackness no more i said that years ago i was like when obama leaves office it's gonna be a shaking of the building because they're like why we got these niggas around arguing with people we ain't got no black president no more yep sheriff clark going what's he gonna do can't stay relevant like this dog you need some black shit to be popping off need that black man up there so you can be mad every time he say black lives matter or says something about how the police could have acted better or something to stretch a mountain into a, a mountain molehill into a mountain because it's not like obama was the most militant nigga it's not like he was showing up being like fuck these cops he'd just be like well you know i think cops should uh you know should try to de-escalate the situation what this motherfucker said that black people should kill police like now he won't be around so you can do that and they don't need your ass Stacey dash what are you gonna talk about now you know you you always claim you can't get a job as a republican in hollywood kind of skipping over all the republicans that stay working because they you know can act stay working anyway um she got fired she hasn't said anything on her blog about it yet but i can only imagine zero to 100 karen zero zero for me as well uh jesse jackson said trump's inauguration speech was full of hope and inclusion what speech bro what speech do you hear i just want to know did you hear the speech that said the hope inclusion i just want to know everything i read was dark speech i mean because obviously i ain't watch it uh everything I- was full of hope and inclusion 
but and he reached out to cities in a way they've not been reached out to for a long time. So that must come a target, uh, a timetable, and a budget. Let's say you're looking at the and we have lead in the water and lead pipes need for infrastructure. That part of uh, if you demolish those, how you rebuild jobs? The grass is growing up, landscapers, jobs, construction. So if it becomes a policy, not just a speech, it is, it's good. You hopeful? Well, I'm hopeful, but there's an awful lot of damage done. It must be cleaned up. The campaign was very divisive and very painful. Uh, the attack on the import, deporting 15 million people, they're scared to death. Uh, children crying on things that will be separate from their parents. Uh, the idea of, um, of banning Muslims, more f- uh, building a wall between us and Mexico rather than building bridges or pathways to citizenship, more fear, uh, referring to President Barack as the founder of ISIS, uh, Hillary as a nasty woman. He'll have to clean that stuff up and then put forth some concrete plans to begin to regain trust. And his ratings are low because trust is low because of the nature of the campaign and the election. He now has the power to do. What does a man with so much power do? Grace can expand your power, and arrogance can diminish it. So I hope you'll have the grace and the commitment to include all of us under one big tent. Zero to a hundred, Karen. Nigga get a Nigga! Why hast thou forsaken me? You said you was loyal, but you wasn't. You said you was faithful, but you a lying ass bitch. Yeah, he 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 get a one hundred. This nigga. Yeah, cause the more and more I think about what he said, it makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Because all other black old black negroes that got on a i fucking hate obama across america train that they was going going on they goddamn bus tour i ain't forgot i know other people have but i ain't forgot on we old niggas black old niggas mad bus tour that folks was taking all across the country because they was mad at fucking obama but yet you don't come around talking about this nigga talking about some hope and change yeah he said he wanted to cut obama's nuts off right right record it recorded right, like like, recorded. like i you know i know the internet got short-term memory but i don't got short-term memory nigga i remember i remember how y'all got up in all up in y'all feelings because obama didn't come and beg and plead and and ask for and ask for your for y'all uh, uh approval to pass on the black mantle y'all was mad about that shit he was like i'm good you know i i remember that shit you know and it's one of the things where the progression is 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 what we're all trying to do everybody has different ways of doing it and sometimes i think old people don't want to let go and they don't want to see the change and then sometimes it makes people mad when the change happens without them yeah uh i definitely got a hundred for that that's pretty fucked up man right um just because like i said uh he i mean he eventually did kind of come back to the fold i remember he cried when obama was elected and all that shit but you know that thing where i feel like he's giving trump the chance that trump doesn't deserve and there's a lot of niggas that are trying to do this right now and it's honestly kind of sad 
to see people give a person a talking to a fellow guest he didn't know the microphone was on Jackson admits his comments were hurtful and wrong. Yeah, cutting and down the talking down to black people on his faith base. I want to cut his nuts off. Okay, I look. That's how you felt. That's how you really felt, and that's fine. I know a lot of black people that felt that way about Obama. Um, just keep up that intensity. Is all I'm asking. Don't lower the bar for Trump. That's 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 the only thing. Like, there's a lot of people that don't fuck with Obama. I just don't want to see motherfuckers then lower the bar for the next for white people because that's what life has been my whole for everybody the whole existence of america has been a lowering of the bar for white people you know that i've seen people who criticize every move obama made talking about um well this is good that trump is making different decisions because even if they bad decisions at least it's different you know i'm refreshing now karen sorry but uh you know it's that shit where you're like yo why is the bar so low for him because you were critical of like his ag wasn't this enough or that enough now you're gonna have an ag that's straight up like i used to be in the clan you don't see a problem with this like you don't see <laughs> you don't see a, a vast difference well nah it's good now because it's like okay so clearly you just on some other shit dog um right. and it's sad to see jesse on that shit uh maybe he's hoping to angle in a way where he can kind of like get in the room with trump and visit the tower too i don't know apparently so but yeah it's it's just one of those things where uh i i can't explain it but it just infuriates you and make you mad because it's like well nigga were you only about civil rights when you were involved now since these new niggas come up you're not you're, you're not fighting for the y'all you act like y'all not even fight for the same causes anymore mm-hmm you know, like Jesse died, so did the civil rights die with him in your book? I'm, I mean, I mean, and I'm I'm questioning that because it's like if you were really truly about the cause, regardless of who's heading the cause, we all should be there. Like we all should. I might not agree with the way that you do the shit, but if the end result is that you love black people and you don't want black people dying in the street, I don't give a fuck how you got there as long as you goddamn get there. Mm. Well, apparently, uh people holding out hope that trump's gonna get there too karen shit i didn't even hear the speech but all i heard was listen here darkest you thought it was a gang <laughs> these crackers voted me in the president i'ma tell you what's about to change your first lady is officially fine y'all don't see fine lady right here that all she did was copy michelle obama you didn't see my cake with our cake it's just like the new. We don't want to be the niggas. We'll just copy the niggas and copy everything that they do. I'm here to tell you right now things about the change because I'm the new sheriff in town. This is what I'm telling you, my interpretation of it. I'm going to let y'all know right now, Mexicans get ready to build that wall. Muslims, we after y'all too. Niggas, we going to take it back to slavery. You know, we're going to take the police to back to what they've been for years, the slave catchers. I bet y'all didn't know that. We're going to give them, the, if, give, give us a, a few years, I'm going to give them their badge and just go ahead and call you slave catchers. That's what's about that. that I wouldn't know, but this is what my interpretation of the speech. That's about what it was. What's funny, too, is that um, it is funny how much shit they, they're doing that the Obamas did, but then they put, it's a white person doing it, so a white American thinks it's great now. Right. 
come on you know what i mean like in every way they are just copying off of the test they're just sitting behind the obamas cheating like whether it's speeches whether it's the cake uh like everything is just but you know what? i decided something today i'm not um because I, I was like i have to talk about we as a show we're probably going to end up talking about some of the stuff the trump administration yeah. does yeah, so we have to yes but i've decided that since it's not my president no he ain't my and president it's not, and it's not your president Mm-mm. that's white people president so that's going to white people news from now on deal with it y'all elected that motherfucker not us anyway <clears throat> yes yes y- yes you have y- y'all elected him not us and you know being a black woman i feel a certain way about certain things and i see a lot of things through the prism of race and racism and y'all ain't fooling nobody kumbaya i'm glad y'all had a good time and got nice little tans on your motherfucking marches yesterday but what you gonna do when you get home and that car get cold and i will continue to say that what uh yeah um yep we'll see you know i do know that uh a lot of people that went out to the marches depending on where they were at was saying like there were some good marches where black women were centered and, and people women of color and lgbt women and uh it was well done I've, i listened to a couple speeches from people i know uh feminist jones spoke at one um uh i I know leslie attended one and then she like posted video from it Mm -hmm. um and there are black women that are feeling optimistic about it and hopeful and stuff and uh that's cool you know as well like uh that's dope you know especially people that's been putting in all this work for all this time and not having the support that they need like maybe this will galvanize people into being supporters you know uh long term yes and put like this with i hope this is i hope that a lot of these white women some voted for trump that was out there marching i hope they do have a change i hope they do get up with these black leaders i hope they open up their ears i hope they open up their hearts i hope they're ready to receive the truth about race and racism and how they play a role in it i really really do hope that these white women prove me wrong with all my heart but history shows me otherwise so you're asking a lot of people to fight against their own nature and i hope that they do and i hope the next time within you know 24 to 48 hours next time a black person dies a a, a native american person dies lgbtq person dies you know next time somebody gets shot by the police i want to see them at these marches i want to see them marching and protesting with the same intensity i want them to talk about the injustices I, i like like that's what i want to see i want these numbers to be consistently out there you know when people go well what about the black on black crime we care because we're here while you know black people are the only one to care all these white people marching all across the country and including chicago where are y'all going to be when the next senseless violence happens in the black community like where where are you going to be and 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 that's the thing i i want it to go beyond a day uh, because the thing is this was a easy act for a lot of people that's why so many people participated it was easy to get in your car it was easy to travel a few hundred miles it was easy to buy a plane ticket it was easy to stand out there in the cold that was the easy part but after the easy easy part comes the hard part which requires you to do work and that's the part where people get the hemming and hawing where people get the making excuses 
where people get the hiding behind that racism because a lot of these same people that was out of these marches, the next time somebody black dies, they're going to say it was their fault. They're going to say, why didn't they obey the police? They're going to be about this motherfucking blue lives matter. Like, like, and I believe that a large percentage of them feel like that. And the thing is, I hope this march changes lives. I don't want people to think that I'm so against the march. I'm not against the march as far as the purpose of the march. I'm against the march as far as the face of the march was predominantly white women. And I know history has told me how a lot of them feel and what a lot of them going to do. And then history has a tendency to repeat itself. Now, why do you say the face was predominantly white women? I feel like for me who basically has nothing to do I'm not associated with it a lot of the pictures be it women on the airplanes be it uh, 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 feed from the ground be it what what the internet and what the news and shit showed me was a sea of white women yes there were black women there yes black women participated but overall the face was white it, 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 it was white as snow so for somebody like me that's all I see and, and, and my thing is like people could say uh, that uh Black people participated, black people helped. Yes, and I do understand that. But overall, it was white because I can guarantee you if this was a black thing, it would not have got this coverage. It would not have went around the world. And overall, I think most people would not have gave a shit about it. Okay, so, um, cause what, I, you know, like I said, the stuff that I did see, um, like a lot of sisters got, were speaking. A lot of sisters were, you know, I've seen press where, they talked about like you know jessica williams speaking and um you know the black women that and i mean one there was a woman of color who's like a muslim who gave this awesome speech um and she was talking to like gloria steinem and stuff so um i i think uh it's weird because even when you center that the experiences of people that normally aren't centered the audience is gonna still be white um and i'm I'm, it's kind of like isn't that what we want like don't we want them to be there to hear that as opposed to sitting at home like they do when there's a black lives matter rally or something like they're here and they're listening what like what more we i guess what more would we want out of that experience like because the thing is also there's like i think i want to say she said 600 sister marches it might have said it might have been 200 but it was a lot Mm -hmm. and i guarantee not all of them went off without a hitch there's probably some fucked up if you're there's definitely gonna be some fucked up ones there's definitely gonna be oversights uh you know there's gonna be problems even with the marches that people think were great you know um but uh my question would be would you because my thing is we represent what 13 percent of this population 13 percent of us at a parade is gonna look like mostly white people there or you know whatever the marginalized percentage is of just different people um the vast majority of those people are gonna be white people when it when you just take a random snapshot of the crowd um i guess would you rather them not even be there no okay and it's it's hard i guess for me is if put like this it's hard to explain because right now i'm just wrapped up full of just emotion and somewhat of a rage to an extent too because I, i i think for me 
at the foundation of it it was white women that started to spring it off from my understanding this was this was i don't you know from my understanding white women was the foundation and i don't have a problem with you being the foundation my problem is that the purpose of the march was against trump i don't have a problem with that the purpose of the march was for women's rights and all this stuff i don't have a problem with that i think my problem comes down is more deeper are we are, are you upset and are you mad that you're happy but i just you're having this march against trump because now you're scared you're having this march against trump because now he's going to be president where were you before he was elected to be president where were you in the booths like 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 that's when my rage and my anger comes in because it's like we're having the march after the fact these marches should have took place this months ago these marches should have took place when he was saying ignorant shit saying dumb shit talking about your girl hillary these marches should have happened then these marches happening now almost defeats the purpose in my opinion that that not that the march uh won't have a purpose but it defeats the purpose of you showing that women are in numbers you're trying to make a statement you know it's, it's it's like yeah let's have this after the parades are finished i like like to me that that's where my that's where my frustration comes in and also when i know that a large percent of these women that march voted for him too so uh why are you protesting the woman that's at this protest that voted for trump like like that like like that's where my rage and, and, and my frustration and my anger comes in because i'm i'm looking at it from a racial perspective when i when i know for a lot of people it was it the march was not coming from a sincere place the march was okay now i'm scared come on black people come on all these people that he talked shit about that i voted him in office for y'all come on and support me the poor white woman when he was talking shit about us and you gave zero fuck about us and we're women too and that's the part that uh, frustrates me you want our numbers but yet when it's time for shit that affects us you don't really mean it because i guarantee you when three months from now six months from now a year from now when he starts stripping lgbtq rights telling gays and lesbians they can't get married because they was out in these crowds marching also with his when he starts coming and trying to do a lot of these things he said he was going to do against other women not men women when he starts stripping abortion rights when he starts you know because in texas uh now they have the highest percentage no they have the highest percentage in years of women having children dying because women can't don't have access to proper prenatal health care like this is shit that affects women too not just grabbing you in a pussy and then that's what that's that's what my frustration settles in about the whole thing and for me personally it's it's just a complete turnoff like like it's just like okay all y'all are here crying and sad and upset and your motherfucking feelings are hurt because president got in office but i guarantee you when it's time to vote for your mayors when it's time to vote for your senate and congressmen when it's time to vote for your next police chief 
you're gonna align up the way you have always fucking aligned up so at the end of the day for a lot of these people nothing has changed yes it will be a percentage of people that will change yes i am glad that black women were out there and that those women out there heard them but it's in between hearing somebody and actually receiving what the person has said because a lot of what those black women said overall is going to fall on deaf ears because if you didn't come with an open mind and open heart you're not going to receive anything that these women have said in the first place and that's going to be for a large percentage of this audience so you're going to go back home you're going to fly back home you're going to vote the same way you've always voted you're going to continue to vote republicans in you're going to continue to let it be the same because at the end of the day it it, didn't, it does not affect your life. You're only mad because now you're scared because your rights might be taken away. But you didn't give a fuck about nobody else's rights. And I think that's what my rage and my upset, with my uh, dissatisfaction with a lot of this come from. And for me, it's a complete turnoff. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, I agree with everything you've been saying. Um, but I'm only asking for clarity for the audience because I'm asking these questions on myself too because I'm mad and i just don't like you know i'm a pretty pragmatic person or whatever so i don't know what i want you know what i mean because this is what you this is ain't that essentially the thing that would have to happen in order for a change to take place people listening to marginalized people and coming out to to talk to them uh that that talk to them and people hearing something they don't want to hear and maybe this election humbled some people into a place where they don't have a choice but to listen to us um maybe they're looking for solutions too you know um and maybe and maybe some lifelong changes can be made and some things that at least if not lifelong politi- politically expedient things and uh coalitions can be built to push forward agendas that help both parties right so example for example we would need more of these motherfuckers to come out for other shit that that doesn't necessarily center them right um but this these marches in some cases didn't center them um you know when, when you have you know women of color going on and explaining like this is why y'all fucked up too in addition to just like let's go stop trump because that's really what white people really want to do is they want to like get up and make speeches about let's stop trump but they don't want to listen to speeches about yeah and y'all's fucking um harassment of people of color for not supporting bernie and y'all's um worship of hillary clinton to the point where we couldn't be critical of her and y'all's um you know disdain for black lives matter and y'all like when we can't bring that up to me that's the problem so this seemed to be a area where for at least one one day uh so and in some places not all of them but where some people got to take the mic and voice those frustrations with those white women i don't know that you know that i feel like that's what that's what i want in inside that's how i feel like yes that's what i want y'all to sit down and listen and, and 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 learn something but yeah i can't help but but feel exactly how you feel when it comes to like the optimism that and that maybe that's the worst part of being pragmatic is my optimism isn't there because i do feel like it, it'll be more seductive to retreat back into white supremacy than it's going to be to support this this shit because essentially white people are very and people in general but specifically white people like 
people in general because that's human nature but white people more than others because society has allowed them to do it are bandwagon riders it is very much a i want to be on the side of the winner that's why you see all these sympathy for trump voter articles because they want to be on they want because they won quote unquote even with three million less votes they won america so you see people that claim to be morally progressive that start writing these like really sympathetic piece about economic anxiety and uh you know this the feeling for the people that don't have jobs for coal and they refuse to mention racism they refuse to mention bigotry they refuse to mention but and they claim to be quote unquote on our side and to be our allies and shit but really deep down what they're feeling is i want to be unified with the winning side and it's why they hated martin luther king when he was alive but when he died they love him because it's easier to be unified with a dead man than it is to be unified with living black people that are in your fucking face every day you know and i'm trying not to give in to that anger but you know i am angry like so yeah i'm I'm very angry that's why i hadn't said that much on social media i've been very very quietly angry well also i follow a lot of black women that went out there and they believe in that stuff and they like thought it was good and they and i don't want to i'm not trying to take away from their experience and i want to learn from their experience because if they said that something positive happened out there then then cool something positive happened you know what i mean like it it does me no good to take away from their very real feeling of accomplishment especially the women that work so fucking hard to get people to come out there yes this white women's march shit started as a white woman idea i mean it was obvious when they called it the fucking million women's march we immediately went on the air and was like these motherfuckers are have no black people around they went and got some they put them in charge you know what i mean they they gave them a platform to speak the the things they spoke about were issues that we want white people to hear so i'm not i can't in in any good conscience i can't be against that that's exactly what i want true but at the same time i just can't (laughs) i i just don't have the trust there to just feel like because because being marginalized in america is losing you know what i'm saying that's what our existence is in america it's a, a series of losses and mitigating loss it's not victory as much as limiting the 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 effects of defeat you know that's our legacy in in this country yeah that's why people have all types of defense mechanisms that they use yeah yeah i mean that's why we angry that's why you know but it's that's what that's what our existence is so i'm not looking at it like we're gonna win you know what did rob schneider say when he was shitting on john lewis martin luther king won civil rights that's why they they think he's a winner that's why they fuck with him they don't fuck with malcolm x like that you know they don't fuck like they they don't fuck with 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 the movements for black lives now they don't fuck with that at all like it's and it's the it's the foundation is the same right but it's because they're losing quote unquote we are losing donald trump is a significant point in this country to prove that we are losing the uh the what's been happening with um these police killings and the corruption and the fact that that's all about to stop being investigated we're wow. losing 
you know the fact that the protesters get out there and get beaten in the street and nothing happens mm-hmm. they get arrested they you know th- we're losing this is not about winning it's not pretty there's nothing cool about it i don't like coming on the air to talk about this shit it ain't funny you know but it's real so you know it's but that so all that to say i don't have the faith in whiteness in general as a product as a brand Mm -hmm. to stick around in general shit get hard nope right so it's just very difficult to like get hyped up about that that being said if i was going to have hope this is what it's supposed to look like this is what the beginning of it will look like it's a mess that's what it's supposed to be like if if you thought it was going to be neat then i mean that's ridiculous the march is going to be a mess you know i've seen people i just got home from the march is the greatest thing ever god we got so much hope and i've seen people like here's 10 things about that march and they can go fuck themselves and i and i mean that's the march that the black women organized so like and they women of color organized i shouldn't just say black women but the point being even in those cases you still got people that are like fuck that shit you know every so like it, it's every group is kind of like speaking out but yeah i i, I don't know I, I i feel like that's <laughs> it's just weird to say that's good that's what i would want but even when i see it i'm like maybe that's not what i want i don't know what the fuck i want that's how i'm at right now because somebody gotta talk to him yeah some it's like the van gun it's like how i feel about van jones and obama you know what i mean like somebody need to feel like that and somebody needs to be vocal about it and someone need to deal with these people's egos i ain't it you know what i mean if i was on cnn like i think van jones even said something about just because somebody voted for trump doesn't make him a bad person van jones is if you would have put that quote on tv without telling me who said it and put a list of niggas next to it i would have picked out van jones why because that's what the kind of shit van jones believes in and i think he sincerely believes that shit and you need that kind of nigga in a public position talking about that shit because you can't just put a nigga that has given up on white people in a public position to talk about it america would just be like mm, change cut off nope mm-mm, ratings down no one wants to see this shit you need somebody that's willing to be like no 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 no. it doesn't mean they bad it means this because if y'all was on now i'd be like oh you damn right they're a bad person uh is this the end of the segment because we got 10 more minutes right are we going to commercial already because i can leave i i didn't even put on pants for this i didn't know it was gonna be so short you know right, so I, like I said and then I, and i and for the 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 activists out there that spoken stuff god bless you because i'm gonna tell you right now uh they don't pay enough to deal with white people tears yeah but essentially for the change that people want you can't give up on white people that's true for survival it's not even a um we don't have the means to do the shit that people think can be done by ourselves we don't have the means that's the way the power structure set up only white people can fix this shit so it's 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 like people feel two ways about it they're happy that white people like it's happy that oh cool white people listening maybe they'll stick around that's a good way to feel i mean i'm not gonna tell anybody they wrong feeling that way Neither. but then there's always the you know the historical lens of being like man white people have abandoned shit so many times when it got hard come on you know when it's uncomfortable when when you had to examine your own privilege when you and and i mean privilege is that way i'm not you know 
i'm not saying because i have privilege of my own and you know i'm sure if there was like uh a march for like y'all actually niggas need to do better uh, you you won't see a lot of niggas like, like well i don't understand what the problem is you know what i mean like i get why these white folks are fucked up but me too like i <laughs> like that's just kind of how privilege works but it has to start somewhere and yes, it's not it gonna be pretty and it's not gonna be neat i saw literally hundreds of white women harassing sisters that were like you know i hope white women are also paying attention to the fact that they voted for trump and i hope they're paying attention to the fact that they can be complicit in racial supremacy for white folks and and people being like why are you being divisive and i mean it wasn't you know it didn't make them look good and it wasn't centered around them and it's messy but it's necessary that conversation has to happen at some point i just think niggas is tired of talking about it yep yep so exhausted like everybody has their point (laughs) and particularly with social media and stuff like that everybody has their point and it's it's like it's a vicious cycle because it's the same conversation every time you meet you got to start from point a okay right. okay somebody graduates then you got to start from point a somebody else graduates then you got to start from point a and you and, want uh, to i'm sorry to cut you off but at some point ideally they you want them to do it right right cause yeah some, i don't want to do it right some period of time you got to talk to your people just like right. y'all look at us and be like well why don't you talk to your people why don't you talk to your people right so i mean that's i think ideally that's where you're gonna get where people are gonna get stuck but it's gotta be messy at first i i have i'm not under no illusion i i can't yeah just how i feel about it is just how i feel i don't know how to, i'm not gonna change it i've been feeling this way for a while now me too um i've been feeling this way since they announced the march the first time mm-hmm. and even when they went and got some black some people some women of color i was like like do not fuck this up and blame them you know what i mean like don't be like it didn't go down you know not the man we talked about this for a while but i'm sorry y'all um you know i saw Kristen bell actress she was on twitter the yesterday and talking about how you know and that's how you do a march because there was no violence and it was um the police was it was peaceful and all that and all i could think was this is passive aggressive as fuck because what 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 are the violent marches what are you talking about what what what, what marches you talking about right well the march has been going on in america who, who we don't initiate the police initiate right. this like police actually was walking with y'all protecting y'all y'all you know y'all, y'all. they didn't even view the march is a threat because of the presence of white women right which is fine which is fine that is what i expect it makes you wonder if they would have been out there in ferguson what would have happened come on doesn't it i mean doesn't it isn't that the first question you got to ask yourself like well if y'all were in ferguson would y'all would they have been attacking motherfuckers you know like when you when you see these cities where you know the police descend on motherfuckers with batons and riot gear police didn't have on riot gear yesterday white women were showing up you know it, and i'm angry at the double standard i'm not really angry at them they don't what can they do about it the point is you know it's it's so wild to see like Kristen bell congratulate the the march as more peaceful and a better and the right way to do things and shit when it's like yeah um i mean a starbucks got fucked up but i didn't see nobody attribute that to white people i didn't see no nobody attributed to the marks 
yeah no one attributed it to the march a cvs burns down and that's black people that's not just black people that's black lives matter that's not just black lives matter that's all black activists you know like they're not gonna follow the fbi's not gonna follow these motherfuckers that went to this march um and social media and yeah, follow their every move put them on list and shit right like you're not going on a list uh as a white woman for going to this march come on you're it's not, a you're totally not, different experience right you're, you're not gonna be on watch list you're not gonna be uh considered a terrorist they're not right. gonna follow everything about you from your movements to your tap your telephones to your internet um exposure you know that they're, they're not gonna monitor your flights in and out they're not gonna monitor where you work at you you don't you're not gonna have that problem yeah so when you congratulate yourself and the women you really and especially when you've never done that with any other movement and you've never talked about the other marches and the reasons for these marches it comes off real fucked up to me like and that's a trust issue i understand i don't trust her i don't know her so for me it's like it's interesting that you would now choose to say that what about you know the marches in charlotte where there was no violence none dog like what 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 where were you then you know what about when there's violence but it's not by the people that do the marches where are you then like it's real convenient to show up now but at the same time this is what people want man i i, I hope it lasts i really do i hope it does. I, I hope, don't I hope think it will me wrong I hope, yeah. I hope these white women go back to wherever they came from start coalitions start going into the black community start being quote-unquote better allies i hope that they go in and motherfucking make changes uh speaking of which uh last one before we move on uh racism claims infighting mar planning for pittsburgh anti-trump women's march forcing the split um echoing division's attention seen at a national level the women's march in pittsburgh has split into two after the disagreements over the direction of the event the role of women of color and the accusations of racism the pittsburgh events uh meant to coincide with a larger women's march in washington dc will begin 11 a.m saturday so they must have wrote this friday um oh they wrote it saturday with it early in the morning okay organizers say the downtown march was initially planned and permitted before the split it's only the it's the only local event recognized by leaders of the main march in washington dc uh okay so there were two different marches one downtown and one at penn plaza uh Anne marie uh petrarca geyer a permit holder for the original downtown event told penn live on friday that the dispute began with women of color expressing concerns about their level of involvement in the planning uh the downtown march where they adequately focused on issues of of importance for them was celeste smith an african-american organizer of the offshoot march in east liberty questioned on facebook whether the downtown march was whites only feminist event uh that's when everything just blew up uh according to patrick uh wait petrarca geyer i hope i'm pronouncing it right uh, another white organizer of the downtown march responded angrily to the insinuation that the event and its planners were excluding people of color amid the turmoil smith and her supporters formed a new event in east liberty but the controversy was far from over <clears throat> in fact some familiar with the situation have described a week-long online melee that started with smith's whites only feminist comment and escalated when marchers blocked each other on facebook <clears throat> that's when you know it's getting real you gotta block them uh <laughs> um 
it was so bad at that point that i wasn't sure it would ever be any better petrarca geyer said of the uh pittsburgh controversy in on friday it got worse all week a blog spot with a more complete account of the back and forth can be oh they have a link to it where an article can detailing the historically fraught relationship between feminism and women of color can be read here okay tracy baton uh maybe batten a woman of color who remained at with the women's march downtown told Penn live on wednesday that she had insults directed at her on facebook as a result uh the infight nor the controversy also briefly saw the downtown pittsburgh event removed from a national registry of sister marches to the one in dc it was since been reinstated organized said on thursday Penn lies attempt to to reach smith and each and other organizers of the east liberty march were unsuccessful on friday uh celeste wrote on facebook they aren't even shocked or bothered that i'm harmed or attacked on their event page they are mad because black women and femmes had enough support to challenge them uh and be righteously enraged while even at this very moment they are protecting the woman who did harm i mean that sounds common uh i mean they thought black women did feel a pain not too long ago uh, enough to do surgery without anesthesia for us so not shocked uh she also posted the feeling when uh when being a black woman and asking a question becomes a movement i never understand can we live is an understatement we cannot do anything without microaggressions it has to stop they're so worried about wearing pink pussycat hats that they don't even care about anything beyond the event they don't care about being actually intersectional or performing liberating things so predict <clears throat> so predictable um who who is this sister in the march uh, so I guess they got like one the, the black woman they interviewed. Um, Patricia Patricia Geyer said that Smith and her supporters had a very legitimate complaint. Sorry, getting choked up. Um, in questioning the involvement of women of color planning Saturday's downtown march, Patricia Geyer also admitted to missteps, including her own, in the planning process and this initial outreach to community organizers, women of color. At one point she said she managed to arrange a meeting with smith and her supporters and try and see if they could work together they were pretty angry again it was justifiable anger she continued they made a couple demands of me that i simply wouldn't do uh she declined to say what those demands were so they just decided not to be bothered with the march downtown to start their own and again i'm fully in favor of all marches they can get together for saturday Flo Taylor, another participant in the downtown march, chalked it up to miscommunication, adding that any perceived racism or exclusion of women of color in the initial planning process was unintentional. Well, it's you know, always fucking unintentional. Always because you don't goddamn consider us in the first fucking place. Yeah, intent don't really matter if the end result nope. is no sisters was on there. I don't believe it was ever intended to be any racism involved, but when that question was asked early on by Celeste Smith, that kind of alerted the woman, the woman who was on the Facebook page handling at the time, and I think she went the wrong way with her answer. Hmm, you mean she got defensive right away? Interesting. Wow. Taylor continued, the lady who set up the march in East Liberty, uh, felt like they had more experience in running something like this and handling it because they are a group of activists that have done events before. The communication just wasn't there, so we're hoping that moving forward we can correct the situation so it sounds like hmm that's interesting okay taylor herself is an african-american woman concluded the rest of it it was a miscommunication so 
they smith and her supporters decided to do a separate march that pretty much had an african-american center if you will i don't know if i phrased that right but hopefully lots of good marches and events will not need to be separated in that way but for the moment this one is uh petrarca guy also said she hopes this will serve as a teachable moment citing a sensitive history of feminist movements not including women of color i'm really hoping that we can start a dialogue from here on uh baton also said her hopes are still high for saturday's event so um and similar issues have cropped up nationwide in the run-up to saturday's march on washington dc and the planning for affiliate events elsewhere as well new york times reported that social media posts including one from a black activist in brooklyn new york advised white women march allies to listen more talk less the paper said the brooklyn activist post also chided those who it said were only now waking up to racism because of the election you don't get to join because now you're scared too the post read i was born scared the Times said similar tensions has also been seen with women's march planning efforts in states like oregon tennessee and louisiana prompting some organizers to drop out and some white women to abandon their plans to attend much larger march in dc <laughs> oh sorry that's just these niggas is mad i ain't going girl you going i ain't going Mm-mm. right because you ain't really about that cause yeah that's the thing man you gonna have to deal with that anger sometime like that's um, i mean that's kind of why everybody ain't gonna be willing or or have the patience to explain shit yeah like if i go to a march for planned parenthood i mean it's good i'm out there but might be some women that are angry at men out there too justifiably so come on don't take your ass out there if you're not willing to deal i guess so i right. guess that's what they did come they on. said i ain't taking my ass out there right they go okay these are women and they angry about some shit yeah they're not saying men can't come but you but you come and just know that somebody might say some shit to you pittsburgh's downtown system march meanwhile was expected to draw over the three thousand people while the march of east liberty had uh more than a thousand expected to attend so there you guys go zero to hundred karen all right 100 uh all right let's get into well we kind of went on with this segment it got a little little long in the tooth guys um (laughs) i i I apologize okay we had a lot to say about marching apparently even though we talked about it yesterday on feedback show just reiterated a lot um uh i will say this though i do want to do one more okay one more uh fucking with black people guys if 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 you guys will allow it um i'm gonna put it on screen real quick white nationalist richard spencer punched in the face on camera did not show up no i guess it's moving slow you're not even moving right now i'm not moving i hear you hear your voice oh all right am i is it black screen or i'm just mm-hmm. froze you just froze all right cool let me um try to refresh give me a second guys because i want this is important to the show um just a refresh here it has been moving a little slow lately i'm gonna restart this computer when i get done no problem matter of fact i'm gonna just close this and go back in Mm -mm -mm. all right i closed it and i'm gonna try to go back in now (laughs) 
beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, lamb, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, 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 beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, lamb, raw, raw, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbit, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, beans, greens, beans, 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 potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, 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 beans, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, chicken. Exciting things are happening at Burger King. <clears throat> Welcome to Burger King. Oh, uh, what's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's, what's in the new chicken wraps? New chicken wraps. What's in the new chicken wraps? <laughs> Mary. <laughs> Crispy chicken. Flour, tortilla, crispy chicken. Yay! Hey, up in a... The new chicken snack wraps. Come and get it. Come and get That's it. That's my jam. Niggers. <laughs> that was the sound of niggers on that, guys. Why you guys didn't hear that version of the commercial. Uh, is it on screen yet? I see you and yep it just popped up all right so this is richard smithson renowned uh neo-nazi and he was in uh dc for the inauguration and he decided to give an interview on the side to of the road. To be honest, like, this is where, this is where we are. I've given conferences for, for ages, and, uh, we'll usually expect some protesters, they'll do silly string or something like that. We've entered this new world where the leftist protesters, no, I'm not a neo-Nazi. You like black people? Well, why do you yeah, hate, sure. Why do you neo-Nazis black love you? Is it showing? Neo-Nazis don't love me, they kind of hate me. KKK neo-Nazis. Hey, those people don't like me. Are you like honest. the hipster version of the neo-Nazi movement? It's uh, Pepe's become kind of a symbol. So, as you can see, right when he was going to point out pepe the frog the online hate symbol yes it is uh somebody decided to uh dave had enough of that conversation to to show him an alt left to his motherfucking grill Mm -hmm. pepe's become kind of a symbol i'll take it back it was an alt right to his face i do love how he steadied him with the with the one with the hand right on the shoulder so that he looked towards him ever so gently as he gave him that that work as we like to call it um at any rate uh karen um i'm gonna need you to apologize because i know that you do not like violence and uh you probably want to come out and just say right here that you know we are totally against uh what happened to him and that uh we don't want to see anybody get hit right (laughs) <laughs> is that what you want that, that, that to say? Like this, that, that's what the public relations person says for the black guy who tips we mm-hmm, don't condone mm-hmm, any violence mm-hmm, you don't speak for me I'll tell you what I say oh 
one did you see the one with uh salons that was hilarious so no i haven't oh. seen all the remakes i saw the one where um they did x gonna give it to you like uh rick and morty <laughs> hold on let me see the one with salons was hilarious yeah i don't i saw this is another reason i <laughs> like i said man i saw a dude the journalist that came out was like i would just like to disavow the attack on richard spencer violence is never the answer white dude and i was like see this why we fuck we can't fuck with y'all if a motherfucker that want to see genocide of my people gets punched in the face i'm allowed to be like fuck that dude come on what the fuck man you ain't on my side nigga we not friends what is this what is this shit oh man come on dog even martin luther king was in heaven smiling like oh did you see that <laughs> got him <laughs> that's what he's oh, Lord, <laughs> he leaned over towards malcolm x got him malcolm oh man come on dog uh <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh yeah so uh zero to a hundred can Oh, I'm not fucked with. At all? Mm-mm. Cause I'm not either. I am not either. <laughs> oh man. I'm not even doing white people news today. I already feel good. Off of that. Ah! That, that right cross he caught. That, woo! He, he had to get his mind right too. He walked off in the distance. He was looking like, woo, let me try to shake this off. Alright. Oh. And I think the fist that hit him was white. And that's my problem. What about the kids in Wisconsin? What about them kids in Wisconsin? Come on. Next time somebody says some racist shit to me, I'm going to say, what about the kids in Green Bay? Mm-hmm. It's white on white violence. is It has to end. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all say next time somebody say, what about the white on white violence happening in Wisconsin? If y'all want us to address the racism in our community, I'm going to need y'all to end white on white violence in the streets of D.C. Talk to y'all people. Fix it. Where y'all marches at? Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. It's like somebody said, where's the fathers? Right. All these single white mothers. Where are the stepfathers? Hmm? Where are the stepdaddies at in these houses? That's the problem. Y'all ain't got enough divorced dads in your houses. And you end up with this kind of shit. Running over into my streets. Burning up your own Starbucks. I'm sick of it. Go back to Europe if you don't like it here. Okay? Ah! You want your white genocide so much, why don't you go to Sweden? Go live somewhere where the, where the white people at. Back to Germany where you came from. Yeah. Go to Alaska. Oh, wait. They got women's watches up there, too. Go to Antarctica, okay? You want to start your own colony of whiteness. Mm-mm-mm. Disgusting. <laughs> Sad to see what the white race has, has come to. Looking for a handout. Looking for Affordable Care Act to replace the Obamacare. Y'all disgust me. Oh, that kills me. All right. <clears throat> yeah, they don't know the difference. <laughs> Last thing, let's do some guest race. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, guys. It's time for some guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read the play news arguments from all over the globe. We ask our contestants to, in this case, Karen and the chat room, to guess the race. And everybody plays along, and they all races. 
of course guess the race is brought to you by bevel bevel's the first and only shaving system designed specifically for black people you know if you got that coarse curly hair and sensitive skin it's for you baby okay and i say get your ass over there and shave okay get bevel.com slash tbgwt it's not just for men okay women use it too i did i used it this week for the uh very first time because it was a box and i kept staring at it and i was like i think i'm gonna use this and because uh sometimes as a woman you get little they're not long but little hairs that kind of get up underneath your chin and up underneath your neck and i've had them for years and um because every even women have testosterone y'all in case you didn't know this Mm. and um roderick's mustache trimmer that's what i've been using but even with that periodically it it would nick nick like kind of nick below the skin and uh, so with this it was a smooth process it wasn't hard at all and your skin feels so uh smooth i was uh i've never used a razor so this is my first time using like a straight razor but it's a safety razor so you can't even really cut yourself no you can't um and it was a smooth process i took my time the instructions are wonderful like the instructions are very wonderful uh they're illustrated where they kind of show you step by step you use this first you do this first your next step is this you do this you do this so it was really easy uh to use and my skin feels fine and i've been doing my normal routine with my um uh noxzema okay you this, know. No, they're not paying us noxzema not paying us I'm so sorry. uh but you can get bevel get bevel slash tvgwt get your first month free uh longest ad ever but uh I'm, I'm, I'm karen sorry. is not only a client but she's also the president all right um let's get to this racism my my my, my bad i was just going through my routine y'all mm. uh here's a story about a man named eugene we responded last night to a report of the oh, show. wait it's a cop statement instead of a news article all right i'll read it a man named eugene matthews who apparently is 83 years old an 83 year old man with a long history with manatee county sheriff's office had was ordered held without bond wednesday on a second degree murder charge after detectives say he shot and killed his best friend's wife when she and her family came to get her hus- her late husband's dog what? <clears throat> eugene matthews whose home had signs to warn the trespassers he will shoot instead of calling 911, came out on the front porch shooting a handgun, striking Rebecca Rawson, 65 years old. She later died at the hospital. Matthews appears before the, appeared before the circuit judge, Janet Dunningan, on uh, Wednesday afternoon for his first appearance hearing, where he politely answered her questions. We would agree to no bond, an assistant public defender said, and as an assistant state attorney, Art Brown, approached the podium to address the court. Just before 7 p.m. Tuesday, Rawson, her brother-in-law and daughter, had gone to Matthews' home to get her husband's dog. According to the sheriff's office, Rawson's husband, Matthews' best friend, had died only a week prior. Rawson's brother-in-law, 62, knocked on Matthews' front door, and Matthews' girlfriend answered. The victim's brother-in-law called for the dog, Bart picked him up and began walking away so he wanted to keep that man's dog that's what it was wow as he walked away matthews came out armed with a handgun and started shooting the family later told detectives um oh they told him about it three shots were fired as rawson's family quickly tried to flee one shot struck the windshield and hit rebecca rawson in the face 
matthew's family said he acted in self-defense claiming that ross's family had come barreling through the gate and and fenced entrance into the property and kicked down the front door but the sheriff's office said that account contradicts the eyewitness statements and the evidence from the scene everything that we got points to what they told us obviously uh they'll be reviewing the case and will act accordingly as far as they want to keep the second degree murder charge change the charge or drop the charge but we would have been remiss if we hadn't made a uh, arrest last night when deputies arrived at the home moments after the shooting matthews was present and fairly cooperative matthews a korean war veteran is no stranger to the sheriff's office with numerous arrests in his past he's certainly well known to anybody that has been around manatee county for a while bristow said we kind of have a long history with eugene at the sh- damn first name basis at the sheriff's office dating back to former sheriff charlie wells but he what he we haven't heard much of eugene for a long time up until last night in 1991 matthews filed a conspiracy and unlawful arrest lawsuit against the sheriff's office claiming he had been unjustly arrested in the 1989 weapons charge a jury eventually awarded him three hundred thousand dollars but that verdict was later thrown out because several jurors lied on their juror questionnaire forms in april 1999 matthews and the sheriff's office settled four hundred and ten thousand dollars split between matthews and his attorneys guess the race of eugene matthews karen white karen's going with white let's check what the chizzy chizzy chat room has to say um dog lives matter white shot rebecca the good hair white dog loving white man done enough crime to be on a first name basis with the cops and not dead wild wild white boy all right white 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 whitey white white <laughs> he politely answered the question in court white as trump's america <laughs> white dogs come uh dime a dozen in the black community we not dying over one uh the correct answer is white damn nobody guessed anything but white i tell you it comes to that dog news man you guys you guys always err on the side of whiteness you're always right uh let me see if i can get his uh get him on screen this time without everything shutting down and freezing <clears throat> karen you let me know if it comes up Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know sometimes it's a delay yeah um but yep karen got that bevel shaking the bevel table y'all Oh, we see it. Oh, yeah, you old white man. Yeah, 83. Couldn't help himself. You not gonna take blue? Pow, pow. Oh, he do look like that dude. Now march on this. Uh, let's just go to the bonus round. This has been a long show, and obviously we need to watch football. Um, <clears throat> no song. Let's just get right into it. Um, how about this one? A married woman and her ex-lover staged a home invasion at the home she shared with her husband then shot a dog and planted drugs in his car because she was unhappy in her marriage ha 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 she was doing it all up next on snapped <clears throat> two parter for you <clears throat> yeah my show been coming back on uh, uh centrix uh i know i was on uh for my man uh-huh but my new show is criminals at work criminal i never heard this one. Oh, it's so good what are they doing killing with staplers not that, no they, no the last ones i watched a woman wait she just had some mental issues 
and she worked in this factory and she just started believing that people was peeing putting deer urine on her clothes and shit she didn't have a reason why but she was like my it's a conspiracy against me and so eventually you know because the claims are so outlandish and obviously she didn't have deer urine on her like they could prove it um she uh got fired right and makes sense so she got fired man she went to her car got a gun and just started killing people like she shot all three of the people she blamed then she had like a standoff with the police then she put the gun down and they arrested her um but she killed at least one of them i think um and then one of them was about a dude that was a porn star and he killed uh a dude with a with a sword he killed his best friend with a sword um because once again i think he had some mental issues and he um the nigga would do like he was it was like a, a crew it was he's a black dude the other dude was asian so they used to like kick it together and their thing was like they would tag team like in their porn they'd be in scenes together and they specialize in like a very special brand of like male humiliation porn right and so um the black dude will be acting too weird like he will give people five by five pictures of him fucking women and shit like if you ever need me to do some work here's some some stuff i've done and they would think it was kind of funny but it was also weird you know right so uh and then he huh i was say because unless you're applying for like a porn job with this person what's the point well it was on set so he'd be giving it to oh. women like if you need to work with me you know here's some of my work and then he uh also started going too far in scenes getting too rough with the women so they fired him right and so when they fired him he had no job he had nowhere to stay started living out his car and then he went to jail for some bullshit and then like when he got out his homeboy who he had went and you know they used to do scenes together was like he had started a company and shit and he was like hey man why don't you come live with us until you get on your feet motherfucker ain't pay no rent he was just playing video games all day and shit i don't know if he really was playing video games but that's their thing on that show they always cut to people playing video games and it's they... hilarious too they all look like the last generations like two generations ago right <laughs> so they playing video games and then like the motherfucker um they was like hey dog you need to pay some rent and so he was like i ain't i, I don't need to pay shit and they was like well you gotta here's some money and you got a month to find a place to live if not fast they was like you need to go he was like y'all wouldn't have no company if it wasn't for me and just lying about how he was the most important person and they was like no get the fuck out then they gave him another month he ain't get out they Very went to confront generous. him again and they said he walked around the corner they heard somebody screaming they came he had stabbed some random dude with a sword <gasps> then his friend tom the like the, everybody else started running but tom thought he could like talk some sense into him man he killed tom ass so quick then he went on the run four days later they found this motherfucker and they confronted and it's all on the internet like video of it and like articles in the daily mail everything they confronted this motherfucker he had when the police found he drove out to a cliff got out his car he had a sword he had an eight hour standoff holding the sword and standing at the cliff's edge like i'm gonna kill myself if y'all come closer and shit and he was so tired by the end he couldn't even stand he was just like leaning on the sword and then uh they tried uh, they eventually just tried to uh tase him and shoot him with non-lethal guns and uh he jumped out the thing and killed himself oh. fell, fell uh 40 feet Goddamn. yep yep it was wow criminals man it's it's good it's so good one woman killed her co-worker 
she killed her co-worker y'all over fucking yoga pants she shoplifted some yoga pants and she had got kicked out of another store this one happened in dc she had got kicked out of another store for stealing so then they moved her to that store and she was stealing again but she i guess she knew the woman was gonna gonna catch her so she staged not just a robbery she stuck she hit this woman with 300 times with different things like she had 300 injuries and then she hit then she hit herself and she laid there moaning until the manager came in and the manager called the police obviously right and she was like i got my head is hurt i you know i can't remember nothing i can't remember what race the people were that two dudes came in um she claimed she was sexually assaulted she made it look like the other woman might have been sexually assaulted nobody was sexually assaulted right they found the only reason they caught her because she was lying and she had they found her dna in the woman's car because basically she killed the woman got in the woman's car and drove it up the block so no one would be suspicious so that she could basically go in there and stage the crime scene she took some shoes that was on display some male shoes and trudged them warm through the crime scene to make it like some men had been in there and then faked the sexual assaults and uh laid down and acted like she was hurt too and she claimed she raped as well but it was all made up and 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 people wonder why if they come to my door because you can like get a little glass yeah and uh, you can't badge in i i'd be like Mm-mm. Nah, they um you know it was wild they um they deliberated 20 minutes on her case that's how cool they was like nigga you did this right it was like what, what we i was like and i don't know guilty right if i guilty and right. the thing with criminals at work man i don't know if you got to be black but all the criminals been black so far so and because it's on centuries and it oh, man right, one dude was a, one dude lied and said he was a doctor and he was out here he was broke he was lying like a, like he just was lying like i like i got this house he take pictures of the house and bring it in and so all the sisters at work was feeling them but then he would do shit like go out to eat uh and he told everybody his family was dead and shit so he went out to eat with these um with like like on dates with some of these women but he always forget his wallet uh he had a badge and he's supposed to be a doctor so he's supposed to have a certain level of security clearance right he always had a women like badge him in and shit and then when they they eventually caught him it was funny the reason he got caught is because patriarchy this nigga went out on a date and he was like i ain't got i left my wallet home sorry and she was like and he was like and i'm out of gas uh to get here so it was a sister that was basically like her eyebrows got raised because women don't like paying for no motherfucking dates i don't give a goddamn <laughs> how long we live as a society <laughs> if you don't clear that shit up front 99 percent of women are assuming that your ass is paying if you we, ask we, them we, out we better talk dutch up front yeah like you need to clear that clear we ain't gone that far okay we still having women's margins because of patriarchy and we still paying for dates because of patriarchy so uh this nigga was like i don't got my wallet you know and she was like it's cool i'll pay for it and he was like i got i'm gonna get you back don't worry about it and also i'm out of gas she was like well just take my car and you can get some gas and so he did but that was when she started being like well this nigga's supposed to be rich he got this house he got this car like so then um she so she went to badge him in and this after he ain't paid her back and she seen that he wouldn't badge no himself in so she like snuck off and called the police security like hey i think we true up here and he's not who he says he is and so they um 
they came up and uh, found him and arrested him his car was a car he stole from some white dude it ain't even have his picture on it yeah oh. like he had taped his picture on top of it they peeled it off as a white dude so oh. then so so then um after that they found out this nigga parents was alive he had lied about them dying and he was married he had a wife and 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 his wife thought he was a doctor too and she thought he had got his job back because he she thought he was just unemployed so she he had been leaving the house to go to work in his doctor clothes but he ain't had no job he was just going there and 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 then was he ever a doctor no and then his car he was like he made all this shit up in his car he had weed in his car and once they caught the weed that's when he told the truth about how he lied about everything and shit because i guess he didn't want to get in trouble but uh, but she, um she gonna get divorced i hope she does she's oh you know she got a divorce come on man that man criminals at work it's so good man i watched that shit i just oh i i can't believe the audacity of people some of the shit they do man just like good grief so yeah it's back on centric man if y'all watching it man if y'all got centric it ain't an hd yeah, i don't know what channel it is it ain't an hd anyway so y'all find it on your local guy a woman and her ex-lover staged a burglary at home damn there's a big ass tangent sorry <laughs> a woman and her ex-lover have been charged with multiple felonies after they allegedly staged a break-in at a home she shared with her husband because she was unhappy in her marriage they say Mewish Mimon, 30, and Syed Hassan, 38, are accused of trying, uh, tying Mimon's husband to a chair, beating him with a stick at the married couple's home in suburban Chicago neighborhood. What? They also reportedly shot dead a dog and then they put it in Mimon's husband's car. Uh, cops say they also planted marijuana and drugs in the vehicle to make him look guilty. How is they gonna explain the beating him with a stick? Right! Were they planning on killing him? Cook County. Cook County police responded to a report of a home evasion around 11:30 p.m. on December 30th. Happy New Year! Investigators were told that a man in a black ski mask had entered the home, punched Mimon in the face, tied her husband to a chair, bound him with packing tape, and beat him with a stick. It's always amazing when they do the uh, "now punch me in the face too" moment. You know, we got to make it look get real. We got to make it look real, okay? uh investigators were told uh yeah so they later determined that hassan uh was the master sailor and that mama had planned the attack with him cook county sheriff spokeswoman sophia ansar said she was not happy in her marriage that appears to be the motive in the investigation the two have been arrested and charged on tuesday with home invasion aggravated unlawful restraint uh filing a false police report as well they also are charged in connection to an earlier incident in skokie illinois in which Hassan shot dead a dog and placed it in the husband's car along with a gun and marijuana. Mama gave her ex-lover a key to the vehicle so he could carry out the crime. So basically they wanted to make it frame him for killing the dog and selling drugs. Like who, what did they ah! think it was? They think it was Mike Vick? Like what, 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 what whose crime set does, what criminal crime set does that overlap? How much time do you even get for that? Uh, earlier records show the two conspired to file false domestic battery claim claims against uh, her husband December 16th, but she dropped the charge. However, well then that's when the plan's off. Y'all already done pit, y'all already done hedge your, oh no. I get it. It's like snap. You accuse him of domestic violence, then you drop it, and then you, and then when you go to court, you basically unseal, like oh, and I, one time I accused him before, but I dropped it because I was so scared of him or whatever. We tried to work it out. Um, 
so for that they were initially eventually additionally charged with aggravated cruelty to an animal in possession of marijuana uh however hassan still slashed the tires of her husband's car before she did so at a hearing uh thursday mama said bell at two hundred thousand and hassan's was at five four hundred thousand guess the race um say the names again her name is mewish maman and his is syed hassan muslim that's not a race oh <laughs> i guess i mean uh, i guess you could say like middle arab. eastern arab something like that okay let's see what the chat room believes um uh duh, 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 duh. um okay i think a few hit before i did it okay all right cool uh arab east indian wait white a black woman will pack her shit but and put some hot grits on the back of the stove and be done with it uh east indian or black we can't have both black and muslim uh well black is the race on that dogs again the evil dregs of white race alibaba arab arab middle eastern middle eastern arab been watching killers at work black uh osama been abusing our arab and black uh the correct answer is and karen you got it right they're arabian or middle eastern or some kind of brown okay guys we are ignorant americans <laughs> some of y'all did miss it but you did try and that's what matters guys you gave it the old racism try <laughs> uh and i'm trying to get there i'll it's moving slow but i'm gonna try to get them on screen too before we uh go to the sore ratchetness um my sore ratchetness music let me know if and when it shows up karen because uh my computer is moving slow as always I had it. all right cool we'll give it a few more minutes but You're uh actually frozen i'm frozen now uh-huh. every time i go to screen share lately i've been getting frozen mm. and i don't even like that movie <laughs> i know it's seen frozen kids love it though they put it the hell out of let it go mm-hmm uh all right well let me see what i can do here i'll try refreshing okay and, oh yeah apologies for having trouble talking to your devices restart my browser mm. all right let's do it let's restart it no problem it's like hey let's just redo it come on spree cast i mean come on crowd cast i was rooting for you we were all rooting for you how dare you Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> ball, ball, Nick, give me the ball, nigger. Thanks. Almost done. But what you gonna do about this right here? What you gonna do about this? what you gonna do about the Bible, homeboy? What you gonna are you gonna call this a bigot? 
Are you going to call this dangerous? Well, if you do call this and me dangerous, yes, sir, we are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Ellen James White. Uh, all right, I should be back on screen in a second. All right, and then I should be able to share my screen now. Um, all right, and then they should pop up. And after they pop up, we'll talk about soil ratchetness. Okay. Um, did it showing up at all yet? Not yet, but you are moving. That's a positive. Okay, it just popped up. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. What's up with the thing? It got jail in it. I mean, look, when you chopping down the cakes of yo of a woman eight years younger than you that's married, I mean. She must got that uh that snap vagina dog, like I said, man. I I don't ever want to experience kill somebody husband vagina. Mm-mm. You can keep that. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Need to know what that's like. Uh all right, a man with a samurai sword uh has been arrested in Cricklade um following a disorder. This supposed to happen somewhere else because those words don't sound like anything from here. No, that don't make no sense. Yeah, uh, the police are called, uh, at 1 a.m. A 35 year old man was arrested on suspicion of a fray, common assault, and possession of a bladed article in a public space. So at least on bail, pending further inquiries. So I guess he was just, just making a lot of noise and got arrested. Apparently so. Well, that was a quick one. Alright guys, we'll be back tomorrow. This episode's been long enough. Uh, and I got the white woman march to get to, so I got to go. Ah, ah. Uh, <laughs> alright, now nah, we'll be back tomorrow though. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this long episode. Until then, love you. Love you too. Mwah. Mwah.